Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Is it me or is it we? That's next. But first, it's time to say, it is that time, yes, it's time to say, wake up, everybody, it is that time, it is Fox Sports Sunday, he is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman, and by the way, before we get rolling here, are you tired of waiting around for hot water? Choose Navion and get instant hot water for spa-like comfort while you lower your bills. Save hundreds on Navion tankless water heaters with local rebates at tanklessmadesimple.com. Now, get the horns ready. Ready to roll out the red carpet. Here he is, my guy, my partner, my man who carries the load, the brains of the outfit, the one and the only, Mr. Brian. Hello, B. How are you? I'm okay, you Andy Furman. How are you doing? Did I, did I wake you? I'm sorry if I woke you. I'm sorry. I swear, your intros are getting more and more obnoxious. I don't know what's happening with you these days, huh? I appreciate you uh, being zesty and all of that, but I'm going to smack you from here to tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my word. I'll reel him back just a drop if you want me to. By the way, we've got Olympic basketball going on right now. How about this? We've got Slovenia with Luca against Luca. Spain. 
It's a close game. We're talking a one-possession game in the final minute 30-ish. This is good stuff. We got some live drama in the Olympics. Are you a big Olympic guy here, Andy? Oh, I tell you what, though. I watch it nightly, although I will not pay for the peacock. I will not. Me and Giannis have something in common. Giannis said he will not watch and pay for the peacock for the basketball. So I did not do that. I followed it online yesterday. But you're spot. You were spot on. You were spot on. I was worried about the U.S. of A. Olympic getting the gold. I still think they're right there for the gold right now. And KD came up yesterday. Big. 23 points, 8 of 11 shooting. They beat up on the Czech Republic, 119 to 84, and they look pretty good in doing so. Yeah, it was crazy where they only had a four-point lead at halftime, mm-hmm. and then they cruised to an easy, what, 35-point win. So, yeah, it's Team USA, I, I still expect them fully to win gold. I think there's just complete panic mode. Anytime that they they didn't look good in the exhibition games, I get that. And then when they lost to France, people just freaked out. They're still the most talented team. Give them a a few more games under their belt. I still fully expect them to win gold. But I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I think once we get to the knockout round... It's going to be great basketball. I think it's going to be a lot of fun here in the Olympics. I'm with you right there. I tell you, I talk about the Olympics right now. I mean, I'm watching last night, I'm watching the swimming. The Caleb Dressel, five goals, wins the 50-meter free, the 4 by 100 medley. I'm watching this stuff. I mean, and the camera work to me, I mean, I think it's tremendous when I got those underwater cameras watching these guys go, and the commentators on the swimming are tremendous. They really are. Uh, Bobby Fink, 800 meters, 1,500 meters freestyle. And the thing to me is they race, and they come back, and 15, 20 minutes later, they're back in the Again, I love it. I really do. But the one thing that irks me, and I'm watching this as they get their medals and they're on the stage, you hear the Star Spangled Banner when the US of A is winning. I don't get how a guy like a Caleb Dressel and a Bobby Fink can get a gold and then the same guy who wins in badminton or rifle or archery could get a gold. I just think it's not it's not on the same level. I mean, you're a swimmer. You're an outstanding an athlete, a, a top-of-the-line top athlete, and then all of a sudden, like, you're playing badminton and you're getting the same gold medal? It doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Uh, you surprise me from time to time. This All is, right, go ahead. I'm trying to. Goodness. What are you talking about here? Like, Well, you it, think badminton's in the same league as no, swimming or track no. and field? What, what, so you want them to not have... Metals? No, no, that- I just, I just, it's just a, a, a quirk. That's all. I get it. Batman's there. It's an Olympic sport, and you're going to be the best in your business, and you're going to get the gold. I get it. That I understand. But to me, it's kind of it's strange. It really is because one sport has nothing to do with the other. And I don't even know if you would consider archery or Batman even a sport. It's a recreational hobby. That's what it is to me. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to your good point. Yeah. This not being it. Okay, the underwater cameras, because the camera work is sensational when it comes to swimming. And Caleb Dressel, how about the 50 meters? The dude doesn't even breathe. I love that was one of my favorite camera shots of the whole Olympics where they show him underwater. His head is still the whole time and he's just grinding without breathing. I'm like, all right, I dig the technique over there. He crushed (laughs) it. I loved swimming this year. It was a lot of fun. The relay teams, the individual events. These dudes are built like strong safeties in the NFL. It's amazing how jacked these swimmers are now. It it never was like that back in the day. It's a different day and age for swimming. And the co-ed medley team, too, for the first time this year. I mean, I'm really into it. I watch it every single night. I do. But, you know, look, I, I understand that. Maybe I'm just stretching this a bit. But I do want to say this. 
you know, just to get back, uh, we'll get back to the Olympics in a second. My prayers have been answered, all right? Kevin Figures is doing the sports updates today. And here's the deal, okay? Brian Fenley, you know, a blood relative. I'm not going to say anything more, but blood Daddy. relative. Daddy. Brian Fenley Daddy. in Daddy. Lexington handling tennis, okay? Hey. You would think... You would think he'd pick up a phone. You would think he'd text me. You'd think he'd message me. Come on down. Come Vomiting. visit. Nothing. Nothing. I'm like nothing. 30, I'm 45 minutes away from Lexington, Kentucky, where he's at. Not a peep, not a boo, not nothing. For, and that's fine. I Body get it bag. Now. That's okay. You, know, you got to repair your relationship. Bit? It's basically yeah. what it comes down to. How about that? Your son. Daddy. In town. Daddy. Amazing. Nothing. Daddy. No, I'm text. ready to take him out to dinner one night to see him a little bit. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing at all. Right. I don't know, man. It says a lot. It's coming back to bite you being a deadbeat father in young Brian Fenley's life, you know? Just, just a deadbeat person. That's what I am, really. <laughs> I can't help uh, it. All right. Yeah, sorry go. about that. I apologize for us. No, it's all right. You know, it, it's funny. You talk about, you know, in, in it for yourself, like Brian Fenley seems to be in it for himself. And I watched the Olympics. You know, I watched the, the USA women's soccer and the goalkeeper had, what, two penalty kick saves. It was amazing. I mean, just it's exciting. It really is because there's something to root for. You root for your country. There's a little nationalism there. But this Megan Rapino, I mean, she's – and look, if you want to kneel, kneel, do what you got to do. I don't care. I just it, – it was a – Awkward picture. She's kneeling during the medal ceremonies while an African-American teammate had her hand on her heart. I mean, <laughs> get it together. I mean, you know, either both kneel, both put your hand on your heart, or don't even take a picture. There's something wrong with that picture. I mean, you're supposed to have unity here. You have the US of A on your chest. You wear in the jersey. Do what you got to do, but do it together. Do it as a team. That's all I'm saying. Jeez. Yay, kneeling talk. I'm so excited you dusted this one off. Like, here's what Stop I'm it. thinking here. Get some like, help. You hear all the time, keep politics out of sports, keep it out of sports. Like right. you hear this a lot from people. So it it just it stuns me that sports radio host after sports radio host tries to shoehorn politics in sports radio. That doesn't work either. That that's that's the bottom line to me when it comes to this type of stuff. This has nothing to do with politics. This is just something to do, like, you're a team, do it together as a team. Now, and when she was asked about that, she said it was about the LBGAs. It has nothing to do with politics. That's just she was, like, striving for them because she is a member of that group, and that's fine. But it has nothing to do with politics. I'm not talking politics here at all. I mean, what what does kneeling have to do with politics? Uh, Oh, nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. I mean, to some it does. I mean, Exactly, that's what I'm saying. To it, it doesn't. Right. Well, I don't know, man. It just doesn't work. That's all I got for you. Okay. I understand that you don't want to throw into sports, but the point is you can't turn your back on it because it's involved in sports. Look at the NBA. Look, I don't want to go down that road because You're I going. want to talk sports. No, no, but I want to give you an example. When the NBA was playing, it was all politics, and they used that as, as a stage. for And that's fine. I mean, look, it, it's a great idea. You have a captured audience, a captive audience, and, and the audience is looking it's at it. It's a terrible idea. It's never worked. Well, it's I wish it would. Are. It hasn't. The, the whole conversation sucks. Been there, done that. Turn the page, man. No, I, I will say this. You're right. It sucked because I think it hurt the NBA. And I think people go to sporting events to get away from stuff like that, to, to forget about the day-to-day drama in their lives. So we move on right there. Okay. So you were spot on with the gold, with the basketball, and, and some of these sports right now, I, I don't know. Three-on-three women's basketball, badminton, I don't know. They even had ballroom dancing one time, synchronized swimming. I don't know. I want to know who selects these sports. Who selects the sports, really? You know, they dumped baseball, and they brought baseball back. Now baseball is back as an Olympic sport. 
How do you dump baseball and keep badminton? That's all I'm saying. I do like that they have the motorized pitching mitt cart. I do like yeah. that they have that. Yeah. That's Rubio for three, almost banked in the game-tying three. <laughs> not exactly what you want from Spain, which is, uh, let's draw it up for Rubio from distance over here. But right. looks like Slovenia is going to get the win here this evening. As Man, Luka Doncic, you know? It's not quite a one-man show with Slovenia, but he's obviously their biggest star by far. But Chris mentioned this right before the show, right before we went on. Our yeah. technical producer extraordinaire. Maybe, and they're going to draw. We don't know exactly where the U.S. is going to end up and who they're going to face. All we know at this stage is that it won't be against France. They won't play someone from their pool right. in the first round of the knockout stage. But I'm curious if it'll work out where it's Team USA against Luka and Slovenia. That might be the matchup initially. We'll see what the draw says. But that'd be fun if that's what it ends up being. Well, I mean, I would hope they don't play Slovenia because I think they have a tough time there. But uh, they may avoid Australia and Spain because of the position and the blowout wins in right, their last right, two right. games. They yep. may avoid them. you know. And then if they do, you know you're going to say, you'll have those people say, oh, Oh, they got the goal because they bypassed those. Look, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to play who is given to you. And look, I'd like to see them play the best possible opposition because I want it to really romp. I want them to win and win big. Well, yeah, I'm just curious what their path is going to be. I still fully expect them to win gold, even if they're playing the best of the best. If they somehow meet France or I I don't know exactly how it works. If it's like like bracket style and they're just on the other side of the bracket. I don't know. I don't know, but we'll find out when they draw here. That's tomorrow. I think to draw, isn't it? I think it is. Uh, It's either today or tomorrow. I don't know. I I apologize. I don't remember which day it is, but we'll know soon enough enough what their path could be, right? Like how it's set up. But, uh, yeah, we'll see if that's a Slovenia. But you can't say two things at once. If you have the U.S. winning gold, you can't say, ah, they probably struggle against Slovenia. No, they're going to dust anybody. I think they're going to beat anybody in their path. Right, I'm with you there. No, big question I got to ask you, not to put you on the spot, but I think I might right now. Have you purchased the Peacock to watch the Olympics? Good, good, good. I'm with you. Good. I got enough right here at my fingertips, you know? Good. No, I'm hearing you. you yeah. know, I, I, just, I, th- I think it was a, a slick move on the part of NBC trying to get them to you know, get into their Peacock stage because their Peacock is, I guess, supposed to be like Netflix to them. So they want to get some subscribers there, but I ain't doing it. How's that? That's yeah, I, I, I'd hate that how they're trying to herd you into doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't that dumb. I don't like it. So, no, I'm raging against that machine. And that's the other thing is I watched Team USA – against the Czech Republic yesterday. And yeah, it wasn't live, but I I don't know. It's something about the Olympic coverage. It's different. I don't get excited to, I'm sure you've done this at some stage. I'll sometimes DVR a football game and I know the result and I I typically don't go back and watch it because it's just, I don't know. It's not the same thing. But with the Olympic coverage, they're like, here's some swimming events and here's some volleyball and here's Team USA basketball. And I knew the result against the Czech Republic, but I still watched that game yesterday, even though it was delayed. It was fine. No problem. Yeah, and I think especially you'll go back, even if you know the results of the swimming, you really want to see the swimming. Yeah. You just really do. There's something about And track and field, too. I love the hurdles. I mean, the hurdle events are tremendous. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, but, I don't know. It just yeah. struck me as funny. I like the hurdles. 
So I like, do. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like I like the hurdles. I, I, I love it all. I, I love the Olympics. I do. And uh, I, I think there's something to be said, the fact that there's no fans in the stands. I think that may hurt some of the athletes motivationally. I really do. Because I think yeah. that the, their parents aren't there, whatever it may, the noise, the crowd factor. I think some athletes thrive on that. And the fact that there's no fans there, it hurts. I, that's fine, but you got to find a way to get over all that, you know? You're a pro. Get it done. I, I still, th- I would like, this is a minor gripe. I would like them to change all the signage, all the graphics, all the everything to Tokyo 2021. Because that's what it is. Yeah, It'd be a lot more memorable if you look back on this a decade, two decades later, and you see all the signage, and you're like, wait a minute, 21? Oh, yeah, that was the pandemic year, right? I think it would be much more memorable if they did that, but they're rolling with 2020. Or at least an asterisk, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's the man. He's Brian No. Get him on Twitter at the No Show. That's N O E Show at Andy Furman FSR or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Our lineup is second to none. Second to none. Bronx Talk Radio this hour. With the amazing Chris P. Bottom barrel betting an hour number two with BB Bo Benson back at the hole right there the today. An hour number three, Brian, no one knows picks, but she's putting things on hold. That's next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Forge on or quit? That's the question, and we'll have the answer in just about a minute. By the way, it's 21 minutes past the hour, and this is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman, and I want to go down this path. I really don't want to go down here, but we had a tweet from Suck It Coop. Big listener to our show. Maybe the only listener to our show. I don't know. Justin in Cincinnati. He says on his tweet to me that I am insane, among other things, but he says that 12-year-old Syrian ping pong player is more talented than any swimmer. Yes. I'm not so sure about Whoa. that. Yes. Wow. I'm not so yes. sure about that. Yes. All right. This yes. is defending the fact that that kid's going to get a gold in ping pong as opposed to people getting gold in swimming, and I'm saying that the comparison, I don't know. Table tennis, ping oh, he's pong, pushing whatever. back on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. How dare, how dare, Andy Thank Furman? You. you disparage the archery people, the badminton people. It's outrageous. You out of the gate here on a crazy note this morning. You know why I say that, and maybe this is the true reason. All I know is growing up, if I would have known that badminton was an Olympic sport, I would have put a badminton court in my backyard. I would have practiced daily, and I think that I could have made it. I could play badminton with a cigar in one hand and a beer in the other. That's what I'm saying. Badminton is not a sport that you really work up a sweat, and it's not like training hard like in swimming. Okay, I'm watching it on TV. It's not the greatest. It's not the hardest sport. There's some skill level. There is. There's no doubt. But honestly, I think that if I worked on it from eight, nine years of age, I could have made the Olympic team. The history books will nope. never know if you committed yourself right. to badminton oh, right. or not. You know, uh, right? Well, no, you're right. I'm, I'm not a badminton fan. Can you imagine like walking around with a badminton uh, racket all over your shoulder? What are you doing today? I, I can't go out and play, guys. I got badminton practice. I mean, please, no, I'm not. I'm not, down. I'm not doing that. And speaking of practice, I mean, let's talk about. The big story in the Olympics right now, and she came into the Olympics as the U.S. star expected to bring home gold medals and become a global celebrity, which she still may very well be. Simone Biles, the most decorated gymnast in the world, walked off the mat, left the competition, saying she was not mentally prepared to continue. Uh, Mind and body not in sync, she says. She's out of today's individual finals. And she says she has the twisties. It's like the yips. So when Chuck Knobloch played baseball, he had the yips. She says she has the twisties. And uh, look... I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why she's being praised and heralded like this. It's great. Mental it's, it, mental problems, me, mental health, I get it. But you know what? Sometimes you got to forge on. And she's not the only athlete that's had mental distress. Believe me. I lived in Cincinnati when Ken Griffey Jr. tried to commit suicide. All right? They had to pump his stomach with pills. Roger Maris, way back when in 1961, was losing his hair when he was going after Babe Ruth's record. So he, she's not the only athlete that has problems mentally and pressures. That's all I'm saying. Well, she isn't, but of those examples, she's the only one that in her sport, if she loses where she is in the air, her sense of where she is in the air, she could land on her neck and die. <laughs> like she, Good call. Like, okay. that, it's different there. So I, I don't have an issue with it. 
if that's what we're looking at, if like I hadn't heard the term twisties before this year, and I'm sure it's been around for a long time. I thought time. it was I a just, food. I just plead ignorance on that one. But if it's still it's describing this feeling of getting lost in the air, that's a that's a huge, huge risk. So I, I totally understand that. My thing is you didn't know until the competition started, right? Bingo. If she was having these issues, it would have been better to step aside earlier because you have next to no shot if you're trying to fill in for Simone Biles on the fly, you know? Right. So I just don't understand that as if she had no indication. She was struggling before the Olympics. She right. had some, you know, some strange landings and she didn't look close to herself. So if she was dealing with that, it would have been better for Team USA, the team competition, if she stepped aside earlier than what she did. I'm with you, walking hand-in-hand hand with that statement. I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you something else. There's some young girl watching on TV that had a spot taken on the Olympic team because she did not bow out earlier. Okay? That's all I'm saying right there. And this mental health struggles, I mean, it's something new. And I think the older folks, perhaps like myself, and I'm an older guy, I don't appreciate it because it's something new. And I go back to Naomi Osaka. Uh, the 2021 uh, French Open, she walked away from mental health issues and struggles. That's fine. So why in the hell is she in the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated? You want to stay away from public, I, I guess, pressure, public uh, uh, notoriety, if you will. And now she's in the swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated. You can't have it both ways. That's all I'm saying. And I think it's crazy. I, I really do. No, that's You know, it's, it's nuts. It really well, is. Well, I, I listen, I think it's a hard thing to get a firm hold of because it's it's hard to understand exactly what someone else is dealing with mentally. I think we've been so conditioned when it comes to sports of understanding physical injuries because mm -hmm. that's easy to grasp. If it was, hey, Simone Biles is out of the competition. She's got a torn Achilles or she jacked up her knee or she's got a broken arm, whatever. It'd be easy to understand that. But right. when it comes to something mentally, it's hard to grasp what it is someone else is dealing with. And I understand it's this it's this strange thing of so what are we looking at exactly? What right. you can't there's no way you can push through it. it it's kinda it's hard to understand if you're being a Neanderthal, you're being a caveman and not being understanding when you should be. Right. Or if it swings the other way where you're understandably saying, Wait a minute now, when when someone's issue could be pushed through. It, it is really hard to be completely accurate when it comes to something like this. And you know what? You said something very, very interesting, as you usually do, that she may have been better off hurting her Achilles than bowing out with the mental issues because of the hatred she's been getting on social media. This way people say, okay, I get it. Achilles, it happens, it's sports, right. injury. But uh, but now the, 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 the hate that has been on social media that she's bad, she's a treater, she's, she's a quitter. I mean, it amazes me what, with the hate there. And look, you have to understand, and no one understands unless you've walked in her shoes. But I will say this. I'm watching the NBC Today show the other day, and the host, Hoda Kotby, she was praising Simone for handling the media pressure and wonder how she handled the pressure. And I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, pressure? The only pressure I've seen is created by your freaking network. NBC created the pressure. It was promoted as the Simone Biles Olympics. Every promo that I saw on NBC prior to the Olympics had Simone Biles in it. There was no swimming. There was no badminton, that's for sure. There was nothing else but Simone Biles. That's the pressure, and your network did it. 
Well, I mean, come on. It's it's not as if there's not going to be any hype for Simone Biles if NBC doesn't have this full advertising campaign of catch Simone Biles. It's still going to be there. Actually, if you want to look at it with Simone Biles, she put a lot of the heat on herself leading up to the Olympics. She had goat stuff right, on her right. leotard. She had slippers with, with goat, you know... Uh, caricatures i guess drawings on them right so she was calling her shot she was saying i'm the greatest that there ever has been so she and she was to it she she was right but she put a lot of the pressure on herself when you call yourself the greatest ever that's a lot of pressure to live up to and look we could go in 27 different directions with Simone Biles. I just prefer to keep it simple because I think that you can get into all these sub conversations and it just distracts from what are you actually trying to say? What is your main point? I understand what she's going through. If you lose where you are in the air, you're disoriented. You don't know how you're going to land or where you're going to land. I can totally understand how that's a huge injury risk and you just right. can't go forward with something like that. That's fine to me. I have no issue with it. It's just she had some warning signs of this before the competition. It would have been able to it would have been better to move to the side earlier so they're not trying to fill her spot on the fly. And I also think the explanation matters. If she if she came out immediately after this and said that, I think it it's a different it's interpreted differently compared to Immediately in the aftermath, she was like, well, there aren't some fans in the stands that add stress, and I wasn't able to take my nap. And I'm like, wait a minute. What are we talking about here? Right, Talk right. about being disoriented, maybe landing on your neck. I can understand that. You missing your nap? No, I, I can't feel that. And I'll tell you something else. I think it would have been a wise move if her coach may have been with her or even had a, a statement by himself, herself, whatever, I think the coach would have said, look, you know, we'd love to have her on the squad. Uh, you just cannot have someone who's disoriented in the air. They right. could break a neck. It, it's crazy. And I, I get that. So rather than saying like uh, the nap situation, the mental issues, the pressure, the fans in the stands, come right out and say, look, it's not safe for her to continue. Right. Boom, exactly. End the story. Yes. And, and I think a lot of people can understand that. But if you talk to me about, like, again, if you keep it equal, if you go with other sports, but Paul George mentioned that. Paul George in the bubble, he said that he had some mental struggles that he had to get through, and no one showed him any sympathy whatsoever. But can you imagine? Kevin Love. Kevin Love. If Paul George came out and said, ah, you know, there's – it's stressful without fans here, and I, I missed my nap. I couldn't nap. We'd be like, what are you talking about right now, right. man? Right? So I, it's just it wasn't a good explanation initially, and I think that's why it didn't land correctly for some people that, that looked at it sideways. Like, wait a minute. You missed your nap? Really? Uh, it's just <laughs> say, I don't know where I am in the air. I might land on my neck and be paralyzed. That's something that we can wrap our minds around. And the next time I, I'm not here doing the show on a Sunday with you, I'm going to tell the people at Fox that I would love to have done the show with you, but I, I'm afraid I'm going to land on my head, and I didn't have my nap, and I can't do the show. No, That's basically, come on, we can't go I there. Know, I know, I know. All right, he's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. I'm sure you have some comments on this, and if you want to, you could go on Twitter, at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And the biggest news on draft night, 
came before the draft. We'll explain that, but first, my guy, your guy, everybody's man, Mr. Kevin Figures with the latest. Oh, thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. Good to be with you guys, as always. You know, speaking of gymnastics, you talked about Simone Biles opting out of the individual floor exercise final. Her status for the balance beam is unknown. Now, on Friday, she withdrew from the uneven bars in the vault event. Michaela Skinner replaced her in the vault. She actually won the silver about an hour ago. Now, in swimming, Caleb Dressel said... Oh, time out. Excuse me. I hate to interrupt. Yes. Now, there's Michaela Skinner. Is that the same girl that does the progressive commercials? Uh, with no, the, with that's, the frisbee on the roof. No, that was a. I forget her. Michaela Moroni, I believe, is. Oh, that's uh, right. Okay. Yes. Just, just, just She's check. not competing anymore at this point in time. Okay. I believe. All right, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay, Andy. You have to answer these questions. I'm sure you're not the only person that had that question. It's all good. Get up to snuff with your gymnastics <laughs> knowledge <laughs> over here. I'm for trying. To, I'm trying. <laughs> in a swimming, Caleb Dressel set a new Olympic record for the 50 meter freestyle. He also helped set a new world record for the four by 100 medley. He claimed two more golds on Saturday, wrapping up his Olympic games with a total of. Five in golf, Xander Shoffley won the gold medal for the U.S. A check of the medal count right now. China has the most golds right now with 23, followed by the U.S. with 20, and Japan with 17. The U.S. does have the most overall medals with 55, followed by China, who has 50. In baseball, the Rays beat the Red Sox nine to five to take a half-game lead in the AL East. Yankees have won four or five in a victory over Miami. Anthony Rizzo another home run there for the Yankees. The Giants roughed up Zach Greinke and the Astros eight to six. Dodgers, Angels, and Braves with wins. Cleveland overcame a 6-1 deficit to defeat the White Sox 12-11. Back to Andy and Brian. You're the best. We'll see you in an hour, Kev. There we go. Hey, a new big three. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He is Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And, uh, of course, uh, we have Bronx Talk Radio in about seven, eight minutes from now. But Thursday night was the NBA draft, and I'm saying to myself, I'm excited. I want to watch it. Two rounds, if it, no big deal, you know, two rounds, I could have like, you know, a, a beer and a half and that'll be it. Three hours, three hours for two freaking rounds of the NBA draft. I mean, come on. Do you have to stretch it out that long? Did you watch the entire draft? I'm sure you did. No, I didn't see the entire thing. I saw a good chunk of it. But what what are you belly aching about now? What is it? What, <laughs> three what, hours for two why, rounds of a draft. We need a Come new on. segment, Whining Starring Andy Furman. And oh, go, why right. why do we have badminton medals? And what is this with the Most three hours? Sports, the, but think about it, though. Most sports fans are whiners, aren't they? When their team loses, the guy traded. This man. Like, what is it with you? Huh? Do right, you need, right. Are you upset that Brian Finley didn't hit you up and give you a couple of hugs while oh. he was out in your neck of the woods? Hugs what is it with you? A phone call, a text, oh, really. All right. I'm sorry. So you watch part of the draft, a good portion of the draft. All yeah, right. That's great. Yeah. All right. I'm happy for that. But LeBron James got his wish. And the big news, I guess, was prior to the draft. They now have a big three in L.A., Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. The total is going to cost them $121 million. But I, I tell you right now, I, I don't want to be a downer here, but it's not the same Westbrook as his MVP season in 2019-2020. And I think the big question right now, I, I think that Westbrook's going to help them on, on the transition basketball, off the boards of rebounding, but health is the key. Anthony Davis is injury prone. LeBron's up in age, and uh, we'll see what happens with Russell. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be tremendous theater. If you don't have yeah. basically a dog in the fight, meaning if you're not a diehard Lakers fan, this is sensational because when you have Westbrook with LeBron and AD, I, I don't know that it's going to work like a well-oiled machine, but they are must-see TV now. They absolutely are. So I think overall it's good for the league. I don't know if it'll be great for the Lakers in terms of winning a championship, but I would look at it differently, Andy. Mm -hmm. The way it's being looked at, is comparing Russ at his peak to Russ now. 
And I don't look at it the same way. I look at it as Russ compared to who the Lakers gave up to get Russ. That's how I look at it. I think that's the better way to do it because when you look at Kuzma, who is Jekyll and Hyde, KCP is he's a good defender, but he, he's not a star by any stretch. And Montrez right. Harrell never fit in. So the cost of doing business to get Russell Westbrook over there, I think it made sense. And there is just such vitriol. There's just the claws are coming out. Ah, oh, Westbrook, <laughs> this freaking guy over here. Do you think that Westbrook is just going to be bombing away from three when he can't hit threes? Like, no, he's going to no. stick to his strengths. He's going to attack the rim. He's going to live in right. the paint. He's going to hit you with elbow jumpers. He's going to do things like that. He's not going to be bombing away from distance left and right on that team. So I think he could be very effective with that supporting cast. No doubt. He's going to help them in the transition game, help them off the board. Uh, it's going to be really great with a fast break and help the Lakers run, which they hadn't done much last year. And certainly, you mentioned on the glass, he averaged almost 12 rebounds a game. Uh, that's even better than Anthony Davis's number in his two Lakers seasons. So I think it's going to help the Lakers all the way around. Plus, interest, as you say, must-see TV and fan interest. And I think in that division right now, where the Lakers are, it's somewhat wide open. I, I don't see Phoenix dominating that division. I really don't. Right, and we'll see what happens with Kawhi and the Clippers and all of that. It's still it's going to be tough in the West. There's no doubt about that. But I just think a lot of people have gotten into the mindset of looking at what Westbrook doesn't do. Right. And without seeing what he does bring to the table. And that is just crazy to me. We know on a much better team, he's not going to average a triple-double for an entire season. That That's not going to happen when he's got LeBron and AD. And, but... He's still he's a rebounding machine. He's an assist guy. He can still attack the rim. He's an energizer bunny. The guy gives you all effort all the time. So I don't understand why it's like he can't hit threes. Great. Giannis can't either. And he was unbelievable in the finals. I think that Westbrook is basically the guard version of Giannis, where it's like, don't shoot from distance. Stick to what you do well, which is live in the paint attack the rim, do those sorts of things. But I just dislike this mentality of only looking at what Westbrook doesn't excel at. It's such, it's just a portion of the overall picture with Westbrook, and it's just obnoxious how it's looked at like that time and time again. Yeah, and they didn't get Russell Westbrook to help them in three-point shooting because, as you say, he's only like a 35% or 33% a lifetime three-point shooter. But the Lakers as a team, there was something like 24th in three-point attempts and 21st in three-point percentage last year. So he's not brought on board to help them in three-point shooting. No doubt. Help them in the run game and the transition game and off the boards. Right. Well, yeah, he's not a three-point shooter at all. He was at 31.5% last year from distance. And he still was very effective with the Wizards, averaged a triple-double for the entire season. So I think that's case in point. Yeah, I can understand someone thinking, oh, gosh, or or having some skepticism that it's going to work out flawlessly. Fine, fine. But all I'm asking is don't just look at what Westbrook doesn't bring to the table. Look at what he does provide that team. I think they're in a much better position now than what they were in with what they gave up to get Russell Westbrook. But 
Time will tell if that's the truth or not. We'll see how yeah. it plays out. And it's exciting. You know what? Like you say, it's good theater for the NBA. Oh, it certainly it's is. tremendous. Right. Yeah. And, and I, you'll see the Lakers will probably be on Christmas Day because of Russell Westbrook and the other two guys. They got a big three. And I, yeah. I just hope and pray that, that LeBron James, obviously going in the twilight of his career, age-wise, of course, I hope he's healthy. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think if, yeah, if he was healthy, I think they would have gone deeper in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I, I believe so, too. But here's the deal. I, the only thing I dislike is we're starting to move back to the uh, the trios. You know, we're looking yeah. at the super yeah. teams where I love the duos. I love the dynamic duos. It was a very short era in the NBA. We got like a season or two out of it. And now we're starting to move toward the super teams with three stars. I, I hope that we can stay in this, you know, the two superstar realm for a little longer. But with the Nets, now the Lakers... You're seeing it more and more happen where it's tough. It's tough for these other squads. Like, look at Dame with Portland. Look at Luka with Dallas, right? It's going to be hard for teams like that to take down the super teams if they are healthy. That was the big thing that happened this past season. Some of those teams, a la the Nets, they were not healthy, and that helped the Bucks tremendously. I just I wish we could stick with the duos. I'm pro duo over trios myself. Yeah, and you know what? You look at Milwaukee, you still say they're not really a trio. They may be a duo and a, and a guy. You know, I, I don't look at the Bucks as a, as a trio no, yet. No, no, no. So, yeah, but I do like the nucleus there. Giannis, yeah. of course, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. He was up and down, but when he was on, he was tremendous in the finals. But Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, no, it's not like a Nets trio over there in Milwaukee, no doubt. But but it's, it's nothing new with the trio. But so you go back in time, you look at the Boston Celtics when they had Bird, McHale, and the Chief. That was a trio. So, you yeah. know, I don't think it wasn't promoted as such, but certainly it was the big three. Yeah, and you had that with the Spurs. I understand there are eras like that. I just, I like when it there's more parity. I like when you head into a season thinking it could be this team, could be that team. Right. Oh, look out for this team. I, I don't like where it's like it's these three teams if they're healthy and that's it. <laughs> That's not as compelling to me. Well, it could be the Nets. I mean, they they have the trio, but they got they got Kevin Durant. I mean, right now he's emerging as the best player in, in the NBA, maybe the best player in the world. Uh, he's nasty. I'll he say certainly that. Is. Yeah. yeah, I could be nasty too. All right, he's Brian. No, I'm Andy Furman with Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And guess what? Some new life came to the Bronx this week, and we're going there to visit. Why? Because Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. Bronx Talk Radio coming right up. It's about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. What are you waiting for? Let's go to the Bronx. Guys, guys, guys. it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. You get out of here. Radio, hosted by the great Chris. You get out of here. Let's stop talking about the weird sports. Let's talk about American sports. Real hot-blooded American freaking sports. Badminton. Badminton. Yeah, I I was a badminton champion until I tore my leg. I was headed for the top. What part of your leg? All of it. The the leg. The leg part. Your whole leg. Yeah, the leg Let me part. just say this. I, no, can I don't picture. want you to say this. Go on. No, I can picture you walking down the high school lobby with your friends wearing a letterman jacket. And the kids say, what did you letter in? I lettered in badminton. All right? I let, my, my letter is C for Chris. Chris. Anyway, MLB trade deadline was, was around here. Yankees got Joey Gallo, Anthony Rizzo, Andrew Keeney. Even though seven games back, they're still going for it here. Freaking Rizzo's been going nuts since he came over to the Bronx. Freaking nuts. Meanwhile, the Dodgers got Scherzer and Trey Turner. The Giants get Chris Bryant, and the Cubs just decide they're just not going to play baseball anymore or something. (laughs) I don't know. Guys, what's the most impressive move from the deadline? Rizzo to the Yankees. Rizzo. Nah, it's the Dodgers. It's getting Uh, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. That's we'll insane, see. especially when the Padres were about to get Max Scherzer. It's the, it's the freaking blue crew over there getting those two guys. We'll see what happens. I think Rizzo will do more for the Yankees than Scherzer will do for the Dodgers. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, Rizzo's Yankees will make a run for it. But, yeah, no, uh, you mentioned the Padres, though. Brian, fading. Freaking, uh-huh. they, they lose out on Scherzer. Meanwhile, not only do they lose out on Scherzer, uh, now for Tendo, Fernando Tatis Jr., he's in some injury yeah. trouble. Busted up his shoulder this week. It's on the you lost your accent. injured list. You, Not you, good. You, you lost your I, accent. I am doing my freaking accent. You stop pointing out my accent. I'll stop pointing <laughs> out your 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 son's problems. Anyway, <laughs> so his manager's saying surgery's freaking on the table, right? So right. six uh-huh. and a half games back from the Giants. 
Is this going off the rails for San Diego or what? It's going off the rails a little bit over there, Chris. Little off the Time rails. Throwing the freaking towel over here. They're it's losing ground. Worse. It's not right. good. You're losing ground, and now you'd have no Tatis Jr. Not good combination right. over there. And it's going to get worse. You look at the schedule. They got the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres beating up on each other down the road. Going to get not worse. Good. Not freaking not good. good. Someone's got to lose out there. Yeah, not you know freaking good. good. They're not a shoe in to even make the playoffs right now. No. Got to pick no. it up there, Padres. Pick it Gotta up. Got to pick it up there. Meanwhile, the probably the biggest story from the week comes actually from the NHL. Now, hold your horses here. Oh, this oh. is a gambling story. Jose, yeah. San Jose freaking shots. Evander Kane. His wife put him on freaking blast. <laughs> His wife, Anna Kane, posted a story. How does the NHL let a compulsive gambling addict still play when he's obviously throwing games to win money? Hmm, maybe someone needs to freaking address this. The league has now said they're looking into these social media posts on the accusations of Evander Kane gambling on his own games. Now, guys, this goes back. To, he's had problems before. Back in 2019, he allegedly failed to pay a $500,000 gambling debt that he racked up playing against the, the Golden Knights in Vegas. This guy's a dirtbag. I tell you what, the, the bank took the house away from the wife. It's unbelievable. And he went to Europe on vacation. What a freaking story over here. You kidding me? He's a dirtbag. Listen, the wife blowing the whistle. I don't know what's going on there. The first thing I think of is a sports team saying what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. That, that could be the same for a marriage over there. There's some, some things to work out over there. But if he's guilty of this... He's got to crash and burn. You can't have players impacting the outcome of games. Can't happen. Any chance, Andy, any chance this guy tries to fall on his sword, get up on the cross like freaking Pete Rose over here. Like saying, oh, I was just gambling. I was betting on myself. Yeah, but the point is the lady, the wife said she couldn't even afford money for formula for the kid. They lost their house. This is bad. This is real bad. Bad, How do you even throw a hockey game, though? How do you, how do, you do be that? done? <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't like, quite shoot on goal, you know. There's I guess play, a goalkeeper could do it. A goalie could do it. Yeah, he's a not a easier. freaking goalie. Though. I know. I'm just saying. A goalie would be the guy to do what, it. What? He just skates wrong or something? Well, or maybe what, what he pays doing? the goalie off. You don't know what he's doing. Oh, it could be done, Chris. How? This was bigger than any Super Bowl story. We'll have it for you next. But first, it is that time. Yes, let me hear it. It's time to wake up, America. It is time to wake up because it is Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And we're proudly brought to you by Discover because Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report and limitations apply. But now it's time to bring in my partner, my friend, the brains of the at the man wow. who carries the heavy load, the heavy lifter of this show. My friend, the one and only Mr. Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? Good, Andy Furman. I appreciate it. That was tastefully done. It was nice. It was kind of like Thank the playboy you. of intros right there. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice Thank by you. you. Very I appreciate that. Tip Thank of the cap so to much. you. Well done. Good to be here with you on a Sunday morning. And we are full blown into handball. I'm watching handball <laughs> on USA. It's tremendous. Uh, it's kind of like Chris had a great ex- uh, description of it. It's like a mixture of basketball and lacrosse. I think that's really what it is. Handball. I haven't been deep in the handball game until right now. You, Andy Furman, I know you're a big Olympics guy. I will tell you this much. My neighborhood growing up, that was the sport. 
That really? was the sport, handball. And we had a handball team in my high school. You know, high school handball was big in the public school athletically, the PSAL in New York City. So handball was the sport of the schoolyard, Did so to you speak. play it like they do in the Olympics with seven on seven? No. Is that how you got one, down? One on one, one against one. On one on one. With a little black ball and gloves. So how, what? It. How did you guys play with if it's one on one? Well, you just against the wall it's, it's, type yeah, thing. Yeah, against the wall. Yeah, against the wall. There's a short line, a long line, and you serve it. You one bounce to the wall, and you got to make it over the short line and before the long line. And that was it. Okay, so, so a little like racquetball, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But racquetball obviously was at four walls, but. Uh, you know, here you got two, one wall outdoors. Right, just in terms of the lines, though, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Certainly, huh. it was good. It was a, it was a good workout, to be quite honest with you. It was very good, as very is good racquetball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, racquetball no, is a great workout. Love certainly racquetball. is. Yeah, a little more dangerous than uh, racquetball. Is a little more dangerous <laughs> than handball. You know, oh, you yeah. got you have to wear like some some covering <laughs> for your eyes. You you definitely have to wear. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you play someone who can really let it rip, man. That's yeah, uh, yeah that's that's dangerous. I'm hearing but you. Still, fun. you know, and and I mentioned, and this is right up your alley. I mentioned this was probably bigger than any Super Bowl story, and I think it was. At least it kept us informed and interested throughout the summer months because Aaron Rodgers' summer of discontent had ended the other day. Basically, it was on Tuesday he reported to the Green Bay Packers training camp, and this perhaps brought a close to the months of retirement whispers, the trade speculation, and answers in the form of questions because he criticized the team for roster decisions, several of which really dated way back many years, but uh, not a happy camper, but he's back in the fold. He's going to play, and uh, we'll see what happens now, but you got to wonder, and I wonder why the media has not touched on this. All they were talking about was Aaron Rodgers and the general manager and what his contract was reworked to do. The relationship that he's going to have now with Jordan Love, will he be his mentor, his tutor, or will they go their separate ways? Well, listen, there was some footage of Aaron Rodgers at training camp the other day, and he was giving some pointers to the backup quarterbacks. So I don't think it's going to be quite like, hey, you guys do your own thing. I'm not going to give you any pointers to a guy that could eventually take my job. That's not quite where Aaron Rodgers is coming from. But listen, that's small potatoes compared to just him being back in general. I just don't understand what the long, drawn-out soap opera was for it was so unnecessary earlier this week Andy the 32 minute press conference with Aaron Rodgers where he was just transparent and he let us know what he was upset about I don't like how some of the veterans have been treated out uh, leaving Green Bay how they've been disrespected on their way out the door that type of stuff okay that makes sense I want to be more involved when it comes to some of those decisions okay I don't want to be a lame duck quarterback We get all of that. I don't know why he was so vague, so elusive for months while we're just like, dude, what's the problem? And he's like, oh, the the gray hawk flies southward over. It's like, dude, just freaking say it. If he would have said that from the get-go like he did in the 32-minute press conference, I wouldn't have had an issue at all with what his stance was. But he was just vague, and that drove me crazy. 
Well, I think that the longer it went out, the more power he thought he was going to obtain. And, you know, they did rework his contract. They brought back his uh, his guy, Randall Cobb, per his insistence. I don't know what Randall Cobb brings to the scene right now, except that he's a, an ear that, that could rely on Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. And they had that Instagram play with him and Devontae Adams. That was a power play right, right. there. So I, I think what, what the name of the game is that he proved that, yeah, they were 13-3 and three the prior two years. That's 26-6. and six, And basically, He's telling the world that it's his team. It's not the GM's team. It's not. It's not Mark Murphy's team. The president's team. It's not Ku's team. It's. It's not the GM's team. It's his team. He did the team, and he wants to create it and be more of a part of the team. That's what I got out of it. Well, but the funny thing is, he he mentioned he wants to be involved in decisions that affect him and right. his ability to perform. And they asked him during the 32-minute press conference, a reporter did, was like, did you get it? And he's like, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's not act like Aaron Rodgers played this, he pulled this power move and he got everything to his liking. This is basically Aaron Rodgers and the Packers grinning and bearing it for at least one more year. Because that's what is the best scenario for both sides. And that... That's why I never thought Aaron Rodgers was leaving. He just didn't have the leverage. And to go somewhere, it would be crazy for the Packers if they were to trade him, to trade him now. They'd trade him well into the season right before the trade deadline or else they're negotiating against themselves. You put Aaron Rodgers on another team at the beginning of the year, they have a much better chance of being successful compared to Aaron Rodgers on that new team at the the middle of the year. So right. your draft picks are more valuable that you get back in return for him. So Aaron Rodgers' best spot this season to compete for a Super Bowl was in Green Bay by leaps and bounds. So I didn't think he was going anywhere. It was just this long, drawn-out, unnecessary drama for no good reason when the truth all along was Rodgers and the Packers, them being together for 2021 was the best scenario for both sides. Yeah, and, and I think Aaron Rodgers found himself without any leverage. What I mean by that, it turned out there was no playoff caliber team. Now, obviously, Denver was interested, but they're not a playoff caliber team, but there was no playoff caliber team. They would team. be with him. Yeah, they would, but they had they didn't have the $37 million in salary cap space and the future draft picks that basically would have satisfied the Green Bay Packers. So he stayed in Green Bay, which has the best chance of doing so. However, I will say they, this. Andy, they've got draft picks. They're, they'd move money around to get Aaron Rodgers. Let's not act like they couldn't make it happen. It's just that the Packers didn't want to make that deal. Right, and I don't blame them. You know, and I think that in the bottom the bottom line is that Aaron Rodgers knows that his best opportunity to go deep in the playoffs, or perhaps even winning a Super Bowl, is staying in Green Bay. Absolutely. But let's say this. Here's a scenario right now. Looking at the Green Bay schedule, they open at New Orleans, which might be a very well a win because they have no idea who their quarterback's gonna be. Okay, and Thomas is gonna be out. And they play the second game against Detroit. So they're probably gonna be two and oh. But you know, let's turn things around. If they're one and one or oh and two, how is Aaron Rodgers looked at as far as the fan base is concerned? And then what happens if Jordan Love happens to come in later in the year if, in fact, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt? This is a big situation coming down the road. Well, we'll cross that bridge if we ever get <laughs> to it. Aaron Rodgers has been pretty durable throughout his NFL career. So right. that, that's for sure the only way Jordan Love is going to see the field is if Aaron Rodgers is banged up. But I think you bring up an interesting point because you know how this is going to go down. If the Packers struggle at any stage this season – you watch. It's going to be, oh, it's the off season and the drama, and that's why. And, of course. Right? Mm. It might not be. 
it might just be that the Packers played badly for a, a two-game stretch or they dropped a game, or right? It doesn't always automatically trace back to the offseason of drama and, you know, fighting between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. That's the way it's going to be portrayed. I just think this, it, it could go either way, really. With all this drama, is it automatically a bad thing for the Packers, which it could be. It disrupted chemistry in some of these offseason workouts. Right. Or could it actually be, in a way, a good thing? You listen to Aaron Rodgers, he like, I'm all in for this season. He's re-energized. He's ready to go. Like, Could the drama actually be a bit of a good thing? Think about, it's not just Aaron Rodgers who's revitalized. Think about his teammates who thought, man, it might be over. Think about right. Devontae Adams. We might, might not have 12 here, right? Think about all the... I think it's a positive. I'm with you. I think it's a positive. I think that the players in the clubhouse, in the locker room are going to say, you know, uh, I'm glad you're here. You believe in us. You didn't want to leave us. You know that we can go deep in the playoffs. I think this is a rallying cry. I really do. Whereas the fact that he's holding out, it's going to be like, oh, whoa, he's me with a lot of these players. And the fact that he's back, I mean, I think it revives everybody. Right. And I think this, if you went with another player, and I'm sure we could find many of them, that either skipped OTAs or they were hurt and they weren't around for some of these off-season training get-togethers. Like, are you going to go that far and be like, oh, this destroys their chances to do anything this season? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, as annoying as it was with the whole Aaron Rodgers being vague about what he was upset about, it didn't hurt the Packers he missed some OTAs. Who cares? Right. You know, right. it, it really didn't do anything. But you watch if they drop a couple of games. Oh, it's because of Aaron Rodgers and the offseason drama. It really doesn't do anything to really hurt their team's chances of winning a Super Bowl. You're exactly right. And it's funny because Mark Murphy, the president of the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers get this are committed to Rodgers for 2021 and beyond. You really think so? I mean, come on. No. You know, maybe the Packers are. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is. That's the key. You could be committed to anything you want. I mean, you're married to your wife, and all of a sudden you may be committed to her, but she's seen someone else on the side. She ain't committed to you. Well, listen, man, I think this is the last dance NFL style. I've thought that from the get-go. I think it's one more year of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and they go their separate ways. I really do think that's the way it's going to play out, and his contract sets it up for that. They voided his 2023 season. It makes it even easier to walk away from each other after this season. and That's what I think will happen, but... For 2021, it's the best for both sides. It's the best spot for Aaron no, Rodgers to be for in us. Green Bay. It's, it's the, the best, best for us. And yeah. it's also best for Green Bay. They don't want to move on to Jordan Love right now. It's the reigning MVP. Of course you should want Aaron Rodgers back this season. And I'll tell you something else. When you get a little involved in sports, you become selfish. And that's why I said the best for us. Because you're a fan. I'm a fan of the ball. We're a fan of the NFL. What's best for the NFL? To have Aaron Rodgers play, A, and have Aaron Rodgers play on a good team, Green Bay, B. So, yes, it's the best for us. I'm happy. Is it better for him to, A, not play, or B, play on a team that's not a contender? No. I want to see him play and play with the Green Bay Packers. So it's best for us. The heck with the players. The heck with the GM of the Green Bay Packers. I don't care. I care about you and me. And it's best yeah. for us. Well, yeah, it's it's great to have him back on that team and legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I did miss an opportunity last week in Vegas. I should have loaded up on the Packers. 
to win the NFC North. I didn't think Aaron Rodgers was leaving. It was right there in front of me, Andy. I'm in casinos, and some of the odds at certain sports books at Circa, the Packers' odds to win the division were at plus 195. Now that Rodgers is back, they've plummeted. I don't even know. Minus 150, I have to go back and look at the odds. But I missed my opportunity to bet on the Packers to win the NFC North when it was plus money. Could have doubled my money, basically. I would say there. this. There was a good chance they may win the division even without Aaron Rodgers. That division's putrid. Detroit, Chicago, yeah. and Minnesota, they didn't get any better. Think uh, they would have had a chance, but first-year quarterback and Jordan yeah. Love the whole season, I would have gone with the Vikings personally. But we'll never – well, maybe we'll get that answer in 2022, but not happening this year with Rodgers back. Okay, but he's back. That's the good news. He's back. And so is the NFL on Thursday night on Fox. Yeah. How's that? Dallas-Pittsburgh. I know you can't wait. You can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, well, it's yeah. just – you know, it's uh, it's the football version of pitchers and catchers reporting. You know, but it's more exciting. That's that's really what it is because some of my baseball friends, they're like, "Oh, pitchers and catchers report today." I'm like, "Big deal. Who cares?" And they're like, right. "No, you don't understand. It's a signal that spring is ahead and the season is right around the corner. The Hall of Fame game is like that. We'll see the starters for maybe a series, maybe. Right. But it's the first glimpse of ball being back and and really indicating that real ball, meaning week one, is right around the corner. And, and the worst thing about football, and there really is one bad thing about football, is the fact that it means that summertime is over. The good thing about football is that without football, you go nuts in the fall and winter. At least it give you that. All right? But I, I, I miss the summer. I love the spring and summer. And I know when training camp begins, and I know football is right around the corner, summertime is coming to an end. So that's kind of sad, but at least you have something to look forward to in football. It, certainly. I hear you on that. But imagine if uh, spring and summer ended and we didn't have ball. Oh! oh. <laughs> Don't even go there, Brian No, please. All right. Here's Brian No. Get him on Twitter at The No Show. NOE Show at Andy Furman FSR or... 877-99 on Fox is our phone number, 877-996-6369. Now we have bottom barrel betting in this hour, and Brian No and No's picks in hour number three, but who thought this would be a good idea? That's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It still could be a problem. We'll explain that. In just about a minute, 22 minutes past the hour, this is Fox Sports Sunday right here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman, and I hate bringing up the ugly C-word, B, but it's back, and uh, a lot of coaches in the National Football League are addressing it, including Washington football team coach Ron Rivera. He's put out a warning to his team, and this happened yesterday after two more players were placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. And he gave the players what I would say maybe was a what-if scenario. He said if this had happened the day before their season opener, that would impact the first two games and have now six players on the reserve COVID-19 list. It's upsetting. It's hurtful. And it's questionable why this is even happening at this stage. Yeah, you're seeing it with a few teams, right? The Washington football team, at least Ron Rivera's been outspoken about it. Mike Zimmer with the Vikings. Yeah. They've been hit by it. A number of quarterbacks aren't allowed to practice because of COVID protocols. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been around uh, the league. And I can understand the frustration of coaches, some of the team owners, where they're like, dude, what are we doing over here? What are we waiting for <laughs> to get vaccinated? That's a whole other conversation beyond football. But I think just keeping it, in football, it's a competitive advantage for the teams that have a higher vaccination rate because you're seeing this play out in training camp. And I don't want to make it sound like if you're vaccinated, you're free. You're in the clear 0% chance that you contract it, but your odds are much better that you don't. So I don't understand it. I really don't. The players in the NFL that are not getting vaccinated, but you're seeing this in the in training camp, and it could spill into the regular season where players are missing games. And the NFL is making it not mandatory to get a vaccination, but they're making it very difficult if you're not vaccinated where you can't have team meals with the team. You have to have separate rooms. You have to do you know, meetings separately, uh, testing every single day. They're making it so difficult in the sense that uh, I might as well throw in the towel and get vaccinated. That's what they're doing. But I will say this. Last year was an unbelievable year where they are not in the bubble. They didn't miss any games. Yeah, they had a Wednesday afternoon game here and there, and they had to push things around. But they didn't miss anything. This year, I thought it would be smooth sailing but coming into the situation now that it may not be and that's scary yeah well I don't know I think that the NFL like you said they're doing everything possible without saying it's mandatory get the freaking shot right they're going as close to that as they can without saying it's mandatory they're dangling every carrot they can in front of the face of every player to get vaccinated 
And some slowly are saying, okay, I will. <laughs> Others are, you know, their their heels are in the ground. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those deals where overall the league, it's overall got a high vaccination rate. And if they got every single game in last year, granted, they had to postpone a few. They had to they had to postpone five games, they had to reschedule ten. And that was when no vaccines were available. And now we have overwhelmingly most of the league in terms of players vaccinated. When the NFL is talking about forfeitures and I mean, if we can't move this game around, you guys are going to have to pick up the tab. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't think the NFL misses any games this year because they're not in the business of keeping money on the table. I'm with you right there. I don't want to see a team forfeit a game because of COVID. That would be ridiculous. And plus, they'll be fined as well. It's just, it'll get ugly. I don't want to see that. But J.C. Treader, the Browns center, the Cleveland Browns center, NFLPA president, he's got some concerns about some teams get this using wristbands on the practice field to distinguish between vaccinated and unvaccinated players, which, look, if, if it's a personal situation where you don't want to be vaccinated, and I understand that, but if you're part of a team situation, you should really say to yourself, you know, I'm letting my teammates down. This is what the team wants, the league wants. I'm part of a business, and the business wants this. But, you know, I I don't think you need to, like, point out who is vaccinated and who's not on the field of action. First of all, you probably know if the guy's getting tested every day and not coming into meetings with you. He's not vaccinated. Well, and J.C. Treader made a good point where they have to wear masks. The unvaccinated players have to wear masks. So you know by that, basically. And uh, it was. It was an attempt to try again without saying it's mandatory, get the shot. It was another attempt of the NFL trying to get players, incentivize them to get vaccinated. I thought that one fell flat. Yeah. I can understand J.C. Treader pushing back on that and being like, dude, really? Are you serious over here? Jim Ursay, the Colts team owner, he came out and he was like, oh, no, it's it's not an effort to shame anybody into getting vaccinated. It is. Like, let's be honest is. about it. It clearly yeah. is. Yeah, and the NFL, some teams are doing it. Was the NFL actually deferred the issue to the teams right now? So this is a team situation, and it might persuade unvaccinated players to get vaccinated. Look, you know, if a guy's not going to do it for religious reasons or you know, health, whatever it might be, he's not going to do it. I mean, we've seen that in the general population where they try to bribe the public to get shots, and some of them still aren't doing it. Unless they see, God forbid, a loved one or someone they know getting sick, ill, or die from not being vaccinated then that may force them to get vaccinated that may get it done well i just think that if you keep it in football it is it's a very selfish decision where to not get vaccinated because think about the sport you're playing and how close contact you are with all of these other players and that's what i dislike if someone says hey listen i just don't know that we know all we need to about the vaccine. That, to me, is reasonable. But what I freaking hate is when these numbskulls sit here and say, it's a personal decision. No, it isn't. No, it's not. It's a public decision. You're affecting other people. So I... I, like, I could understand some hesitancy in not knowing everything that you're signing up for. Fair. But especially a football player. I think that goes to a much different level than someone who's out in the general public, depending on how they live their life. You are in close contact all the time with other players, your teammates, the opposition, all of that. 
So when you aren't getting vaccinated, it's no longer a personal choice, certainly as an NFL player. That is a public choice. And I think, in my opinion, a selfish decision not to get vaccinated. And I'll go one step further. You mentioned a football player. Let's say a married football player, which is selfish because, you know, take care of your loved ones if you have kids. That's the thing right there. Forget about the football aspect of it where you're in contact with coaches and your teammates. What about coming home to your wife and kids? That that's the key right there, which I don't understand that at all. If you have any feelings towards your loved ones and you care for them, you should get a vaccine. And again, I said this last week, I do believe I did, that 99%, maybe even 100% of all these players that are playing in the NFL right now played high school football. I'm sure they did. And in order to play high school football in this country, you have to take a vaccine for polio, measles, mumps, chicken pox, whatever it may be, and they won't take a vaccine for this, which I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't remember the uh, the pushback when it came to those other vaccines. Not like COVID, not even close. Well, maybe because the, the COVID vaccine came around so quickly and certainly not FDA approved yet, which it might be in September. They've been working on this. They didn't just start like of a couple not. of Tuesdays ago. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like that's, I know. I keep on here. They've been working on this <laughs> stuff for a, a decade. It's just crazy. that It's so stupid. Stupid, and it's such a waste of time. Some of these hideous arguments. I know. I, I, the other argument, I could go on and on. I won't. The last thing I'll say about this is the hideous argument of, well, hey, there are some breakthrough cases, so why am I getting vaccinated? Listen, moron. Like, do, when you get in your <laughs> I love car. love when you go like this, yes. Like, when you get in your car and put your seatbelt on, are you guaranteed 100% health? No, you're not. But your chances of avoiding serious injury or death are much better. It's not a 100% lock, but your odds are a lot better. Hello, that's the same way it works with the vaccine. Just these idiots that are like, it's not 100%. Nothing is. Your seatbelt isn't 100%. You still put that on because it makes more sense. Goodness. Unreal. It really is. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter at the No Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or better yet, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. But it's time to move on. That's coming up next. But first, to our guy, Kevin Figures, for the latest. All right, Andy, earlier this morning, San Diego native Xander Shoffley made par at 18 to win the gold medal for the United States in golf. Rory Sabatini of Slovakia took silver. There was a seven-way tie for third place after the fourth round. C.T. Pan of China ultimately ended up winning the bronze medal. Caleb Dressel became just the fourth American swimmer to win five gold medals in a single Olympics with victories at the 50-meter freestyle and the 4 by 100 Medley, the U.S. men's beach volleyball team was eliminated in the round of 16, as was the women's team of Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponsel. In baseball, Anthony Rizzo hit his fifth home run in his last six games, his second in as many days with the Yankees as they beat the Marlins 4-2. The Rays hammered Boston 9-5, taking over first place in the American League East. The Giants hit five home runs in an 8-6 win over Houston. It was the Dodgers 8 in Arizona 3 as Justin Turner went deep. Javier Baez a home run. Brandon Drury with the walk-off single for the Mets and extra innings as they defeated the Reds. The Padres lost to Colorado 5-3 and also placed Fernando Tatis Jr. on the 10-day injured list with a dislocated shoulder. Back to Andy and Brian. 
All right, we'll see you in an hour, okay? Oh, here we go. Okay, he's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We've crossed the 50-yard line of what we call Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. And their bags are packed, but what does the future look like? We'll get that right around the corner. And by the way, bottom barrel betting with the amazing Bo Benson in less than 10 minutes. So we'll get that coming up as well. He's very fired up about Westbrook as a Laker. He loves this move. Good I'm sure him. he'll, I am he'll too. go on. Yeah, he'll, uh, it, he'll go on about that a little bit more uh, in bottom barrel betting. You know, just wax. So you got, you got a preview. Westbrook. So now yeah. I know what's going on behind my back. You got a preview. That's okay. Uh, he's I, just, he's, I, I saw a couple of his tweets. <laughs> uh-huh. He's elated okay. about this move. That's yeah. okay. Well, we'll see. We'll talk about the Big 12. I'm not elated about this. Big 12 disbanding. Oklahoma, Texas made it official to accept the invite to the SEC. But the question has to be asked, what about the remaining eight schools? A lot of possibilities. And one of them that I read, I think it was on CBS Sports, that the AAC, not the Atlantic Coast, but the American Athletic Conference, they're attempting to take all eight remaining members of the Big 12. That's <laughs> amazing to me. Amazing. What a power play right there. Huh? Right. Well, yeah, I don't know where it's yeah. going, man. I can't lie to you. and Like, no one has any idea. Like, think about this. Who had any idea that Texas and Oklahoma was going to the SEC? Right. I mean, I know they were talking for six months and somehow managed to keep it under wraps, but that caught us by surprise. We had no clue. So for anyone to be like, I don't know, I know where it's headed from this point on in terms of realignment, you have no clue. Like, there's no one that knows exactly where we're headed here. But put yourself in the position of an athletic director today in in the the year 2021 in a major conference, major school. And I think the decision has to be asked, do you want to go for the green cabbage? Do you want to go for the money? Is it all about money? Or do you want to go be a big fish in a small pond? What do I mean by that? Certainly Oklahoma and Texas are going for big, big, gigantic bucks now in the SEC. But I don't think they're going to fare too well, especially Texas. I don't see them dominating. I don't see them doing much in the SEC. Uh, right now, you got to say if the Big Ten stays – or the Big Eight stays the way it is, the Big 12 become the Big Eight that they used to be, they stays the way it is, the Oklahoma State may be very happy there because the money won't be as good, but they may be a power school in, in a big fish, small situation. Well, I think for like, there are a lot of ways this can go, but uh, I think that the remaining Big Twelve teams they get gobbled up elsewhere. That's my hunch. Again, I don't know that for sure, but you bring up something interesting. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that the remaining eight teams, well, they get a couple of teams to join their conference, maybe right. Houston, and they're able to keep it afloat. Where, yeah, there's all of a sudden a team, you're a conference champion. You got a chance to get to the playoff, assuming we expand to 12, and who knows where that stands now, too. But, yeah, you could be in a more advantageous position, certainly more than Texas. I I really don't. Outside of money, I don't understand this at all. I was talking to my dad the other day, Notre Dame, because, you know, we're Notre Dame honks over here being from South Bend. But Notre Dame plays Alabama in a handful of years. And I was saying to him, imagine if Notre Dame, instead of just playing Alabama, which is tough enough, then added LSU and Auburn and Florida and Georgia and all these tough teams in the SEC. And it's like, that's what Texas just did. Like, you think that'd be good for Notre Dame to have a schedule like that? No way. That's what Texas just signed up for. And there goes the Air Force Academy and Navy on their schedule. Yeah, and right. Like he just anymore, replaced right? it with right. some SEC, either middle of the road team who's still tough and has NFL dudes galore, 
or you know somebody else that's tough. It's just it's a a murderer's row compared to the Big Twelve for right. Texas. Your schedule going to the SEC. Good luck to you. And the funny thing is, you got Gus Malzahn now. He's the new coach at your favorite school, UCF. UCF was that big fish in a small <laughs> conference. They're not real happy about the talk that Oklahoma State and TCU may come into UCF's deal now in the same. Really, I, I thought UCF was big and bad, and they're taking on all comers over it. No, they're upset about facing TCU. Oh right. my gosh, we're facing the Horned Frogs. We're shaking in our boots over here. Well, Don't get started question. on UCF. I see what you're doing over here, trying okay. to rile me up. Well, now, here's the question I have. If, in fact, the AAC adopts these schools, what happens when Oklahoma State and or TCU come to play UCF? Do they take their flag down? What? Their, no, national, what? Champ- their oh, national championship flag. No. Those dorks are going to keep that going the whole time. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in college football. But, no, they're sticking to their guns when it comes to their fake championship. You talk about a hashtag fake championship. That, there's nothing more fake than that. UCF proclaiming themselves national champs without even getting to the playoff. But, yeah, that's how they roll. It's, it's amazing to me. But you know what? It, it wouldn't be a bad kind. Look, selfishly, I'd like to see it happen because I live in the Cincinnati area. Cincinnati would be in that conference with UCF, Oklahoma State, TCU, uh, SMU would be in there as well. Memphis, not bad. you got Cincinnati and Memphis. They both made New yeah. Year's uh, six bowl games recently uh, in the last couple of years. So I, I think uh, from a basketball standpoint, this may become one of the better conferences in the country. Think about oh that. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious right really? now? Really? Listen to the teams that. you rattled off. They should name it the eh that's what it should be it should be you the think? e it should be the ehh like what's we so got a new conference SEC? it's the eh that's what okay. it is they got a bunch what, of what's eh so good teams. about the sec and basketball think about that we're not really. talking basketball we're I'm talking saying, ball i know but i'm saying that if it becomes a, if they adopt these schools they'll be playing basketball as well be a pretty darn good basketball conference which are you talking about? SEC the AAC. or the E? The, the, the E, the AAC. <laughs> the E. They changed it to the EH, EH conference, the E. Yeah, EHH. That's what it should right. be, at least in football. In right. football, oh, yeah. it's, come on, man. You no, I'm there in football. You're right about that. No, I'm saying, but selfishly, I wouldn't mind seeing Oklahoma State come to the Cincinnati area and see them yeah. play. Yeah, that, you know, for me, I'd like to see that. But, again, you can't make any comparison right there. I mean, that conference would be the same as the Mountain West or the Mid-American or anybody else. It's an afterthought. That's basically what it is. Right. Yeah, that, Yeah. that's what it would be. It would be a bigger version of the eh, right? We right. get more mediocre right. teams. If we're sitting here saying, man, what do you have left in the Big 12 after Texas and Oklahoma bolt? Not a lot. You can't then reverse course and be like, oh, this would be big for the American Athletic Conference if they take all those remaining eight teams. No, it wouldn't. There's still hack teams for the most part that don't move the needle. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and and the point is also, I I guess the, the term television markets mean nothing anymore. Because everybody has their own deal. So it doesn't mean a thing. I used to be like TV markets were a big deal. That's why Maryland became a member of the Big Ten. Why? Because of the Washington, D.C. Uh, metro area. Uh, why did Rutgers become a member of, of the Big Ten? They wanted the New York metropolitan TV area. That that was 10 years ago. They don't need that anymore. It's a whole different ball game. TV markets don't mean squat. And really and truly, I don't think the Rutgers and or Maryland added anything at all as far as football play in the Big Ten. By the way, let me switch gears on you super fast. I know we got to yeah. go here, but uh, I'm watching right. doubles table tennis right now. 
<laughs> here we go. You know, one of my observations here, Andy. It's fantastic. Much, much shorter rallies. You ever really? see like just singles, table tennis? And these dudes hit the the ball back and forth, I don't know, 20, 30 times. Right, and they stay 50 yards behind the table. I know. <laughs> like You watch doubles? It's a serve, it's a return, it's another return, and then it's off the table. I'm, uh, much shorter rallies here with doubles. Really? Yeah, makes and sense. Who, who, who's You're not watching doubles right now? I'm not. I'm going to turn it back on, but you yeah, know what? Who's who's playing? Tell me. Uh, I don't what, know. What, what we got Croatia against uh, someone else. I don't know who, oh. they're, who they're taking on, but uh, Croatia. Now, I, now, honestly, do you consider them, and this is crazy, do you consider them athletes? I don't know if you would. I mean, next thing you know, you could have bowling as an Olympic sport. Is bowling what an is Olympic it, what sport? It, what is it with you? I just look you? at the Olympics as the greatest athletes in the world. Track and field, swimming, basketball, pole vaulting, hurdling. You, you are you know? consumed with, are these athletes, is this actually an athletic competition? Why? Why are you so fascinated by that? So You know what? You're right. Maybe it's not an athletic competition. You're exactly right. It's just uh, events. You're not, it's just right. a different events. That's what it is. But you right? sped past... And you, and you still go right back into, well, maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. You're consumed no, you're right. by this. Every waking moment I think you spend thinking about, are these athletes? Is this an athletic competition? I don't know. I need to know. Not every waking moment, but only when I see them on the stand accepting a gold medal. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) There we go. All right. Brian No, Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. Now, the events we bet on may not be exciting, but the action is bottom barrel betting is freaking next. Bottom barrel betting coming right up at 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Hey, you know what? We got a game to play. Let's play it. It's bottom. Oh, Nicky, I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. And the man of the hour, Mr. B-Square himself, Bo Benson, handling the action. Hello, BB. Oh, good morning, guys. Um... Brian, did you know uh, bringing up my old tweets is actually a HIPAA violation, so you can't do that? I know you're just giddy about Westbrook uh, with the purple I've, and gold. I've talked myself into it. I think I understand what they're doing. We just have oh. to see what the rest of free agency brings. Okay. Um, right. So last week, you guys uh, you guys tied. Yes. yes. That's a win for me. Yeah, but because Brian said that the universe would die before Texas wins an <laughs> SEC championship, I'm going to give it to him. So Brian won last week. Thank you. I appreciate no that. No way, but the universe didn't die. Well, but that's still going to happen before Texas wins the SEC, so we'll just oh my we'll just say word. that. I like it. Yeah. To start today, we have the uh the women's badminton singles gold medal match. Uh-oh. It's China's Yufei versus Chinese Taipei's Zhu Ying. So who's going to win that one? Zhu Ying all day. You kidding me? You know what? I was going to say Zhu Ying, but since you did, I'm not. I'm going the other way. Just to be contrary, I'm going the other way. All right. I've done a lot of scouting on that, really. <laughs> Later on today or uh, maybe tomorrow, I don't know, uh, Japan and USA are playing each other in baseball. Who wins that game? You know what? I got this one right now, and I just I don't think the USA is that good of an outfit. I really don't. I got Japan all over USA. I'm going with the U.S. here. I'm taking them in this one. Maybe I'm homering out. We'll see. But uh, – when you've got uh, – uh, you don't exactly – it's kind of – when you have all of the good players currently playing in MLB and you've got Todd Frazier hitting cleanup, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to bet everything I own on U.S. It's not a strong club. I, they can still win a game here, Andy. I'm going to U.S. Got Japan and Puerto Rico and Cuba. That's a big three right there. All right. 
All right. Speaking of Major League Baseball, uh, Wednesday against the uh, much maligned Houston Astros, uh, newly acquired Max Scherzer is going to make his Dodgers debut. Over under seven and a half strikeouts for Max. It's you, it's my a good man. line by you. Good line. I am going to uh, begrudgingly take the under. I know he's going to be fired up his debut, but getting to eight Ks, that's a lot. Maybe get some ground ball outs. I'll take the under. You know what, though? Uh, I, I think he's going to do it. I'm going to go to the over. It's, it's, it's a risky bet and it's a tough one, but I'm going to take my chances on this one. I think he's going to be really rocking on this one. All right. All right, guys. Thursday's the uh, official kickoff the, of the NFL preseason. So uh, over under 33 and a half total points in the Hall of Fame game between Ooh. the Cowboys and the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to say over simply because you're going to have a lot of second and third team players and a lot of sloppiness, a lot of fumbles. Could be a lot of scoring there. I'm going to say over. Very good job by you, Bo Benson. I would just like to say that first and foremost. A great <laughs> Stop degenerate line. Great degenerate line. The Hall of Fame game. That is perfect for BBB. Sounds I'm going like to take the under. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say it's yeah. more of a like a 17-13 game where we get the twos and threes in there. Give me the under. Yeah. Uh, like betting on the WNBA. Really. <laughs> the same game, guys. The Steelers are a one-point favorite. Uh, uh. <laughs> You're flipping coins over here. I will yeah. uh, I will take the one point and go with the Cowboys. Why? I don't know. I, the only thing you can do is go with your gut, so I'll take the, uh, the Cowboys in this one. I'll give them the point. I got the Steelers here. Going black, black and, and gold. gold. Black and okay. gold all the way. There we go. Good stuff. Should be fun Definitely. with all the induction ceremonies, and we got ceremonies galore left and right. Hopefully Troy Polamalu will be there. You know, contracting COVID, and he'll get his speech. That will off be better that. than the, the ceremonies. Will be better than the game this time. Really, you watch the oh, first gosh. series, yeah. and that's it. Then you see plays you don't even know who, who these guys are. They'll never yeah, be in the no NFL idea. again. But that's okay. It's football. It's which football. of the events in BBB are you most looking forward to? Let's see. We got the Hall of Fame game. We've got badminton. What else do we have? It's, uh, Scherzer's debut. I think Scherzer's that's the, debut. Uh, think that's that's the top one. of the list. You going Scherzer there, Andy? Yeah, that's a biggie. It really is. I hope he does well. There we go. But you know what? We have so many questions, but we have the answers. We're right here on Fox Sports Sunday. Noah and Furman coming up right here. Next, next, next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Trying to clear up the mess. That's coming right up. But first, it's time to do this. It's time to wake up. Wake up, America. It is that time. Where's the noise? For a dollar. Where's the sound effects? Don't let me hang alone here. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. It's that time. It's time to wake up. It is Fox Sports Sunday and Fox Sports Radio. By the way, we're proudly brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It is amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. But now it's time to introduce my partner, my friend, the brains of the outfit, the man who carries the heavy load here. Yes, he is. The one, the only, Mr. Brian No. Hello, B. We're ready to rock and roll. Hour three, talk a little ball. You know, Andy, it's great to be here with you on a Sunday Thank morning, you. as always. Thank you. Thank but I got to be honest with you. I'm disgusted by you. Okay, a lot of people. You know why? You know, here's a reason why. I'm disgusted because my guy, Iowa Sam, he sent me some audio of you filling in yesterday and yeah. during the Iowa minute Iowa Sam mentioned the great metal band Slipknot yeah I didn't and know. you were unfamiliar Unfam- just no. didn't know didn't know I'm that not existed. a metal guy you know you, you could throw metal stuff at me I don't follow metal music never heard of them to me metal music is like it's like mu- it's not music it's like badminton's not a sport you know have That's you heard me. of Metallica Yes, I have. You know, Rob Dibble was Rob Dibble would not let me forget it. When he pitched for the Reds, he was metal. He was a Metallica freak. He uh-huh. wouldn't let me stop with Metallica. And it's enough already. Okay. I listen. I heard it. I'm not, I don't right, enjoy great. it. Okay, great. Have you heard of uh, Megadeth? Have you heard Megadeth, of Megadeth? Yes, I'm not. Okay, I'm not going right. down that road. I don't. I, I listen. I've heard it, and I just okay. Exactly. Not, so right. you don't have to be a metal fan to be aware of some metal yeah. bands. Oh yeah, I am aware. Bad of job bands. by you not being okay. aware of Slipknot is what I'm. I getting was not at. aware of. Slipknot. I was not. You know, what can I tell you? Not that I care that I missed it, but I was not aware of it, you know? Outrageous. So, That's all I, I have to say, man. I'm you're sorry. gonna have to uh you're gonna have to dig out of this ditch that you uh dug. I love here. music. I think music and sports are the two uh, escape routes in life. I love it, but that to me is not the music that I certainly prefer. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, I'm gonna call shenanigans on your love of music when you're not even aware of Slipknot. You know, well, I think that, it's you know, that's a different brand of music, okay? Yeah, what, yeah. what can I tell you? Yeah. Okay. Well, what can I say? 
You got know, some I, homework. I, I, here's what I want you to do after please. the show. Yeah. All right. Here's your Slipknot homework. Yeah. All right. Slipknot. I'm gonna have to be careful about what I go with here. I want to be selective. Uh, do I throw you right into the deep end? Yeah. Why not? Let's uh, no. let's start off with disaster piece, huh? Let's. That's your. Oh my words. <laughs> that's your homework after the show. I will. I do want it. you to listen to that song because we're throwing you right in. We're not just, you, you know, kiddie pool. No, we're not talking like four feet here. Straight into the deep end. Slipknot. Okay. Yes. I will. I'll do it. You know, I mean, why Disaster not? Pieces you know? from early 2000, you know? Just l- right. listen to that song there. Yeah, I'll tell you my, my review on it uh, next week. And you're I'm just going to be like, why Why did you why did you have me listen to that? Thank it's you. Act- I it's actually singular. Before I even listen to it, I'm going to say that. There's it's, way, it's, you know. it's confusing here. So Disaster Peace is one song. Disaster Pieces was like a, a DVD where they, they okay. were in concert and all that. It's just a shame Listen that you singular. and I are not on the same page in music. That's okay. Well, yeah, give me some homework taste. here. What do you want me to listen no, to? No, I mean, you listen to what you want. I got, I got tickets to a concert on uh, the 19th or 20th of, of, of August. I'm going to see Michael Buble. I mean, I love all aspects Okay, all right. Music. Now, I don't you know, know? A, a lot of Buble. So give me a Buble song of I choice. I don't know many of his songs either. I just enjoyed listening to him. I can't pick out one song. I don't know, okay? Unbelievable. And uh, why is it unbelievable? I mean, do I, do I have to know? You know, I love Stevie Wonder. I don't know every one of Stevie Wonder's songs. He might be my favorite artist, really, you know? But uh, do I know every one of his songs? I know. This, uh, Chris just said what I was thinking. This is favorite movies all over again. I'm like, just give me a song that you really like that maybe I haven't heard to listen to. And all of a sudden, you're just like, I, I don't know songs. I don't know. I don't know. You're you off know, and let running. Me tell you, you and Chris are in the same aspect. Let, let me just straighten you guys out right here and now. Okay? You could enjoy a performer. You could enjoy what he performs. You could enjoy hearing him. But you don't have to have top of mind all the time. I love this song. I love this movie. I love this. I enjoy <laughs> movies, okay? I go to the movies. Do I write down after I leave the movie? Okay, I'm going to put it in my movie notebook that it's one of my favorite movies. No. I enjoyed it. End the story. Andy. Close the book and leave. Andy, okay, I- let me hear your moronic reasoning here. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Andy, Who says I, it's going to be I, moronic? This might be well thought out. Yeah, I want to hear okay. this, Chris. Let me hear it, I, too. I don't have a movie notebook, Andy, but... But most people in life, when they see a piece of art that moves them, be them a movie or a song, they generally they generally remember the name of that without needing to write it down. It leaves an impression upon the heart. So clearly, you that's just not that's you don't have that's not that in me. You. It's not me. Okay. Really. I mean, okay. I, I see many like, a movie. You just don't form memories then. I, and you know what? I was having a conversation with someone the other day. They brought a movie. I said, oh, yeah, I did see that movie years ago. You know, I, it's not top of mind with me. But so when a guy brings it up, if someone mentions it to me, I'll say, yes, I've seen it. I liked it. I didn't like it, whatever it may be. Okay. No big deal. Let's, let's, let's try this again. You guys live in the past. people remember <laughs> movies just because they form a, a no, no, no. something here's on the, their Here's heart. the difference between me and you. Okay, most people no, like I'm you. I'm in the majority live in the here. Don't, no, don't no, you're make not. this a yeah. me no, no, problem. No, no, yeah. no. You guys live in the past. I'm looking no. for the future. I'm no, looking forward no, no, to seeing. No, you're making this way no. too complicated. Let's try no, this I'm again. Not. Let's, let's I'm try this again. Forward this. Okay, you, you're a uh, connoisseur of music. You love I'm, music. I'm con- like, uh, I love okay. music. Okay, All right, here. give me a song. This, this is a, this is a no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a song that you like. Just the first day. one that pops so your head, stupid. Andy. Come I mean, on. Stevie Wonder, I don't know, isn't she lovely, okay? There you, you go. Way. See, you did know. go. You did okay. it. You can do this. Yes. Because I like Stevie Wonder, okay? We have some progress here. 
Yeah. Oh, prog- no, see, here's the difference. You guys were talking the past about movies, this, this, this. I'm looking in the future. I'm looking forward to seeing that movie Stillwater, okay? This is my life. <laughs> so I look in the future. You guys live in the so past. So once you see okay? Stillwater, you will not remember you'll, anything you'll, you'll, about it. That's right. When I walk out of the theater with my wife, I'll say I enjoyed it or I didn't enjoy it, and away we go, and that's the end of it. You will not retain any memories of Stillwater. Yes, that's if right. If it's good, I probably will. All right, but you know, this if is someone a- asks you two months after you saw Stillwater, like what's one of your favorite movies or something good that you've seen recently, you'll have no memory of seeing Stillwater, and you're just looking I, I to the have future movie that you're about. to I feel watch like I'm it. on the psychiatrist's couch with you guys here. Really, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You go to the movies, you enjoy it throughout the time of the movie, and you leave. That's it. It's not something that you. No, you, you don't you, just leave. You, yeah, you remember do. something about <laughs> it. It right. leaves a memory. Tell me why. Okay, okay. Memory upon Tell me you. why. Why would I want to? I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it for a time. Being in there, you know, it's like going to a ball game. Do you bring up games that you saw five years ago? Yes, I don't all the time. Bringing no, up you players, don't. I don't, don't you even bring remember. It up dudes from 1946 on us here. I do it for statistical and historical are, are, purposes. Uh, that, that's the best way to look at this. Are you just looking for the next game that you're about to watch, or do yes. you reminisce? Do you call back to other games that you've seen before? For example, today we talked about. Russell Westbrook going to become part of the big three with Anthony Davis and LeBron. And mm-hmm. you said you kind of like the fact that there's a double now rather than the big three. And I said, wait a minute. The Celtics had the big three with Mikhail, Bird, and the Chief, Robert Parrish. So to me, I'm not throwing up a game. I'm going up the past for historical purposes. So you, you know, make, that's all it is. You make memories Man. sound like joyless Un, inhuman no, experience. No, no. Yeah. The, remember last week, didn't I bring up that sound with uh, John Havlicek stealing the ball? That was a great memory, 1965. So you can't have memories. Then you can't. You can't. Have memories on music. So you, you have sports what? memories, you just I don't have, have music memories or movie memories. You're maybe just on to the next are, you know why? Because maybe movies and music are not that important to me as sports. Then why maybe do you it. say that you just like music then? Just say that you hate I music. Do. Don't tell me what I like. I know what I like. I love music, okay? And I grew up in the genre. Okay, I grew up in the genre of Motown, and I love Motown. The stylistics, the four tops, the temptations. Uh, Maybe uh, Sugar Pie Honey Bun with the four tops. Okay, I love the four tops. See, this, I've seen this many is some times. progress, but it just feels like this progress is really back and forth sometimes. Oh, stop it, please. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I know what I like, and that's it. I mean, uh, you know. No, no, the problem it. is you don't know what you like half the I, time. I know what I like. Please don't tell me. I know what I like. I, I like the, the uh, soul music from Motown. In the six, I love it, okay? And, I, and I, the four tops are one of my favorite groups. Maybe my favorite, really. There you go. See, it. easy. See how okay. harmless it would have been if you just said that from the get-go? I wanted to make it tough for you. <laughs> All right? Okay. Disaster Speaking. piece by Slipknot after the show. Oh Listen to it, Andy. You'll I'll, hate I'll, me I'll for make it. Sure, You'll be like, something's make wrong sure, with no over here. Right. Goodness. I'll make what sure is, I won't eat before I hear it because I may regurgitate it. Yeah, but you it's, know what? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's an acquired It's a different taste. kind of music. It's a different taste. That's all I'm saying, right? Vomiting. All right, thank you. Vomiting. Okay, we, we move on right now. Because Vomiting. Here's a situation that's happening right now in Chicago. And with a lot of questions on the table with the NFL. And the quarterback situation is uh, Justin Fields or Andy Dalton. Now, if I'm a betting man, I would say Andy Dalton's got the job. And let me tell you why. You talk about history, I'll give you history. 
You talk about Chicago, they have not a quarterback that's worth anything since Sid Luckman played. Okay? History. Sid Luckman. Great quarterback, what, in the 30s, 40s, whatever it was. Ohio State, they never produced quarterbacks. I'll give you a list. Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor, Cardell Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, Rex Kern, Bobby Boyd. Wait, 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 wait. Justin Fields is on been... that list already? He hasn't yeah, even taken a snap in the NFL. He's going to be a bust. If you're Ohio State and you marry the Chicago Bears, you have no chance in hell to be successful. Listen. The Bears can't draft a quarterback and Ohio State can't produce one. I'll tell you why this is a stupid take by you. All right. Okay. Thank you. I I don't care about Cardale Jones, Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor. I don't care about any of those dudes. They have no bearing on what Justin Fields is going to do in the NFL. None. Zero. I I hear this with Alabama quarterbacks all the time too. I'll give you another example. Yeah. It used to be called the Tedford curse. When Jeff Tedford was the head coach at California, Mm -hmm. you had a bunch of quarterbacks put up big numbers and then they didn't do anything after that. And then this guy named Aaron Rodgers came along and all of a sudden the Tedford curse, quote unquote, was a bunch of hot air that didn't apply. And that's how I look at a quarterback from Alabama. Certainly there have been many that have failed. That doesn't mean that Mac Jones is going to fail because other dudes have. It doesn't mean that Justin Fields is going to fail because other Ohio State quarterbacks have. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. There's not just something in the water where nobody possibly well, hey, can have success. I, I, from I'll, those I'll buy two part schools. of that, but I think that you you're taking a risk when you have you're looking at the the, the the lifeline, if you will, the lifeline of certain schools. I have a better chance of having success drafting a linebacker out of Penn State than drafting a quarterback out of Ohio State. The lifelines do mean something. I really believe that. Aaron Rodgers. That's one, one Aaron Rodgers. And it happens every now and again. And maybe Justin Fields is that one. Listen to this. If you mention linebacker U or DBU, have there been some linebackers from Penn State go to the NFL and fizzle out? I'm sure have, there, has, have there been yes. some DBs from LSU or Ohio State go to the NFL and fizzle out? It Absolutely. And course, just because yes. they're known as this is the institution that has produced great linebackers or great defensive backs, it doesn't mean that everybody coming out is going to thrive in the NFL. So the opposite is true also. I just understand. because school has had a bunch of duds at a certain position doesn't mean they always will. But the statistics are stacked against you right now when you look at that list of quarterbacks who fizzled out in the National Football League coming from that one school for whatever the reason. The program, the, the type of offense that they run, or they just don't have it. what it takes what to play What are you going to say if Justin Fields turns out to be actually good in the NFL? And I hope he which does. Which is possible. And I hope he does. But what, I don't what, think but what, gonna... what are you going to say if it's like went to Ohio State, he can't be Miracles good. happen. Really? Miracles That's... happen. <laughs> What am I going to say? I say, whoopee-doo, he made it, okay? First of all, on that team, I don't think it's going to happen anyway. Because the Chicago Bears, when was the last time they had a quarterback worth anything? Think about it. Really. It's been forever. But, listen, I think that Andy Dalton will start week one. Agreed. Against the Rams. Um, And I think Justin Fields is going to start a bulk of the season. That's how I think it's going to go down in Chicago. Because it only makes logical sense. Unless he is nowhere near ready for the NFL. You look at the head coach and the GM, their jobs are tied to this. If Justin Fields shows a lot of potential and promise, they might keep their gigs. If I'm Matt Nagy, why am I trotting out Andy Dalton unless we're winning games? If we're losing games close, get Justin Fields in there. Let's see if he's the guy going forward. If he's ready to get out there and get his feet wet, get him out there. 
Well, I'll tell you this much. September 12th, they're going to be at the L.A. Rams, and Andy Dalton will get that start. The 19th, they come back to Chicago, and you got to believe that Andy Dalton's going to be playing against the Bengals. They're playing the Bengals. They're hosting the Bengals in Chicago. So I, I guess Dalton's got at least the first two games under his belt. After that, we'll see what happens. But again, you're right. I, I think that Matt Nagy's his future's in doubt. This is a tough year for Matt Nagy. I mean, really, he's got to get it done. He's got a record of like 28-20, and 20, and this is his fourth year. I mean, Trubisky was a bomb, and uh, Trubisky was the guy that should have kept, really. When you think about it, he wasn't oh that bad. Oh, my gosh. Are Not you really. serious right look now? Look at his he numbers. Look what, look what Trubisky did. When they started winning, he, you know, Trubisky saved his job when he came back last year, when he benched him and brought him back. He Mitch saved Nagy's job last year. stinks, all right? He's a yeah. backup quarterback for a reason. Do you believe if he was actually a legitimate starter, he would be in a backup role right now? Look at all these teams that needed quarterbacks. If they had a legitimate starting candidate in Trubisky, he'd found a gig somewhere. He's a backup for a reason because that's what he is. I understand what you're saying, but I'm telling you that he saved Matt Nagy's job last year when he was benched and they brought him back on. He had a decent season last year. He had like a 67% completion average, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. I mean, really and truly, if he would have stuck with him, really, what was better? What was better, Nick Foles last year? Think about it. You can what, what be better. Good? You can be better than Nick Foles and still stink, and that's okay. what happened. Well, we'll see. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I just think that he got a raw deal in Chicago. Oh, Mitch Trubisky did. I really believe yeah, he no, did. Chicago we'll got see. a raw deal with Trubisky. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know why you're down on him. I just don't think that he was given because he wasn't any good. That's no, the whole problem that. here. His numbers were good. Andy, he's not a backup right now if he Didn't was Didn't have good. much of a running game in Chicago. That's a major problem. David there. Montgomery was fifth in rushing was last fifth. year. He was fine. Yeah. And all-purpose yards also, top five guy. He was fine. Right. Just fine. And, and they were fine when Trubisky came back to play quarterback. That's all I'm saying. They were fine when he was there. All right? Really? They were five. Yeah, they were. Okay. They're, 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 five, they're an 8-8 eight eight team. Right. They're, they're not doing anything okay. of note. Well, he's not I can't believe you're we'll propping up Mitch Trubisky. You will – this is the – I should look at the good in this because you've been uh-huh. down on the length of the NBA draft. You've been down on badminton players getting medals. <laughs> and the one thing you're up on is Mitch Trubisky. Unbelievable by you today. I never said he's an old pro. He's not going to be in the Hall of Fame, but I think he got a raw deal in Chicago. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Really. Okay. All right. Well, and you don't think he did? I think he did, but we'll see. All right, we move on. He's Brian No. Get him on Twitter at The No Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Nose picks at the end of this hour, but one NFL team is already hurting. That's next. What they really need is some luck. We'll explain that right around the corner. About 23 minutes past the hour. This is Fox Sports Sunday. He is Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Back to the ball. And I tell you what, the Indianapolis Colts, they lose Carson Wentz. They signed former Green Bay Packer Brett Hundley. And right now, they don't know when, in fact, Wentz will be coming back with that foot injury. They don't understand it. He suffered at the end of practice on Thursday. And uh, he's going Further testing for that injury. We'll see what happens. And not a good thing, not a good stuff for the Indianapolis Colts. It's not, but it sounds to be pretty minor at this stage. Uh, maybe he needs a minor cleanup. We'll see, but might miss some of the preseason. I guess that's significant too, Andy. New team, you like to see him get some reps with yeah. the ones in the preseason, even if it's not extensive time, just to get more familiarity, right? More chemistry with the wideouts. But he's going to miss some time. He's been banged up, man. He's been a medicine cabinet over there. 
It amazes me. I mean, to me, these guys are great athletes and just the first day of practice, basically on the field, foot injury, just crazy to me. But that's what happens, and it happens all the time. You got to get a good backup, and I don't know who that backup may very well be. I just don't know if they're going after someone else. I, I don't think Hundley's going to be the guy if Wentz doesn't play. I just don't. I don't know why to go after your guy Fools, Nick I Fools. Know, I know there are a little. Don't bit you think some rumors over Nick Fools, who again is not a franchise quarterback at all. That's why I call him Nick Fools. No disrespect. I mean, he's a nice dude for sure, and he earned his Super Bowl ring. Those, yes, he did. That uh, you know, the two games against the Vikings and the NFC Championship game and the he Patriots came up in the big. Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm not going to take that away from him, but he's a guy that's great in small doses. He's not a franchise guy, and if you're picking him up, if you're the Indianapolis Colts, it's a much much better position for Nick than it is for the Colts. If that's who they're going with, oh yeah. There's no doubt about that. And speaking of quarterbacks, I think one of the biggest stories right now coming into the season, and I don't think there's been a lot of hype about this story, is uh, what's going to happen in New Orleans. All eyes are going to be on Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill uh, because the Saints, I guess, they give them both legitimate shots to replace Drew Brees. That's going to be big. And Michael Thomas hurting as well. So I think the New Orleans Saints have some major questions. Well, absolutely they do a legend in Drew Brees with either Taysom Hill or turnover machine Jameis Winston. And this to me, we've heard this from Sean Payton for a long time, which is, oh no, we believe in Taysom Hill and he can be a legitimate starting quarterback in this league and yada, yada, yada. Now is the time to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. It's either Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. Okay. Mr. 30 for 30 himself with 30 interceptions the last time we saw him as a starting quarterback. So if Sean Payton truly does believe in Taysom Hill, start him week one. I don't care what the naysayers say. If you believe Taysom Hill gives you the best opportunity to win and the competition is Jameis Winston, like this is when push comes to shove. Are they going to start Taysom Hill or not? Well, I think they're going to start Jameis Winston. I think what Jason, Jason Winston Winston has to do is like watch his throws. The interceptions were ridiculous. I mean, if he could just reel it in just a little bit, he could be somewhat successful. And as far as Taysom Hill's concerned, he's a legitimate what I call football player. He's like a tight end. He could do it all. So we'll see what he could do. And I think that he could very well be in the lineup at, with Jameis Winston, the quarterback. They well, could both I be think, on the field yeah, at the same true. time. Yeah, you could have him on the field, but. I think that Taysom Hill has been typecasted. Where if we didn't see Taysom Hill, let's just say he never got on the field. Ever. Right? right. He wasn't this slash player. He wasn't playing tight end and running back. And he wasn't on kickoff teams. It's like tackling dudes. and all. If he just hadn't been on the field, I think a lot more people would give him a shot at possibly being an NFL quarterback. But because you've seen him do all this slash stuff, you're like, he's not a quarterback. That's how a lot of people look at Taysom Hill. I think it's an unfair way to look at it. It doesn't make any sense to me that you would be more optimistic or at least more open-minded that he could be an NFL quarterback if he hadn't gotten gotten on the field before. That's just a weird way to look at it, in my opinion. No, you're exactly right. I think that it'll be a a battle, a battle to the end, and we'll see what happens. And I think that maybe they say to themselves that Taysom Hill is is a guy that we don't really know what he can do given the starting job throughout the season, and we know what Jameis Winston can do and has done. Maybe we got a better chance of winning with Taysom Hill. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I I think this, Andy. I think that. uh, um, if you go back in the hot tub time machine a little bit, remember what the Chicago Bears 
this was a huge debate. Was it Jay Cutler or was it Josh McCown? Who should be the starting quarterback? And it was just a town divided. And you were on one side or the other. And the truth was, it was neither. And that's what I think is the truth here with the Saints. We could go back and forth and say, oh, Taysom Hill, give him a shot. Ah, oh, Jameis Winston, he's a guy, he's got more to work with, blah, blah, blah. Like, they don't have a franchise quarterback, most likely, with either guy. Right. They're still going to be searching for the next guy. And uh, you may be saying the same thing in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still expected, I think, to be the starter in week one. But I think his job security isn't as firm as it was last year. And the number three overall pick, Trey Lance, the team's quarterback of the future, he could be the quarterback of the present. He could very well be. I'm really curious to find out how many games Trey Lance starts. What are we looking at here? Is this more like the Niners version of Alex Smith's last year with the Chiefs? Yeah, good You know, where you have Mahomes waiting in the wings. And I'm not saying Trey Lance is going to be Mahomes, but just the dynamic of does Trey Lance just start one game because the Niners are winning a bunch of games and Jimmy Garoppolo is playing well? Or is it that Trey Lance starts half the season? I am so curious to find out what happens with San Fran this year. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. Although I tell you what, the first two games may not be that big of a deal to have either one because they're going to be at Detroit, which should be a win. At Philadelphia, they're a little improved, but I'd still question the quarterback situation in Philadelphia. So uh, they'll be on the road for the first two, and they should be 2-0. and Then the biggie, September 26th, a night game, Green Bay. Green Bay-San Francisco should be a good one. Yeah, that should be really good. I'm yeah, looking forward I- to that. They're all good. You know that. I can't wait. This Thursday will be good in Canton, Ohio. It's all good. Brian, no. Hey, Andy, what's uh, By the way, before we get to K-Fig, what's the over-under when we get on Chris's podcast? You know, what are you slated oh. for? Like week 14? I'm thinking like well, week I'm, I'm 18 an, I'm, for I'm me when they're just house. scraping the bottom of the barrel, just kind of like a mercy guest. Maybe I get on Chris's podcast. I don't know. Fingers crossed. First of all, I'm going to pull a, uh, an Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to go. And I, I want to get a deal here. I'm not going. And secondly, I'm not going to go because I kind of ticked them off with my music. Okay, because we're, we're worlds apart music-wise. No, and I guess no, you he, didn't tick them off with that. You ticked them off with not naming any song under the, you know, like in the world, right? It's the scenic well, route with you. It's like pulling teeth. <laughs> but honestly, when you think about it, and let, well, let's continue this conversation on the other uh, side. Andy, what's right your now. favorite color? I'll tell you what, <laughs> black and blue, the color of your eye after I get finished with you. No, it's one, my, one color, one. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I did that on purpose just to really tick you off. It's a make or break year for this team. That's next. But first to Kevin Figgis, who I love with the latest. Thanks, Andy. Well, United States' favorite color is gold. They're hoping to Thank rack you. up a Thank couple you. here right now. Uh, currently competing for gold medals in men's high jump and the women's triple jump in track and field. Earlier, Michaela Skinner won silver in the vault gymnastics. She replaced Simone Biles, who opted out of Thank the you, event. Thank you, Michaela. Yes, thank you, Michaela. The, the that's the other Michaela, Andy, but okay, it's, it's all right, good. Right, you know, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all gymnastics, right? It still works. Right. Uh, in golf, Xander Shoffley held off a furious rally from Roy Sabatini to hold on and take the gold. In swimming, Caleb Dressel set a new Olympic record for the 50-meter freestyle and helped set a new world record for the 4x100 medley. He claimed two more gold medals. He wrapped up his Olympics with a total of five. In baseball, the Rays beat the Red Sox 9-5, to taking a half-game lead in the American League East. Yankees have won four of their last five. They 
defeat at Miami as Anthony Rizzo went deep there yet again. The Giants roughed up Zach Greinke and the Astros 8-6. Dodgers, Angels, and Braves with victories. Cleveland overcame a 6-1 deficit to beat the White Sox 12-11. News out of the NHL, the league says it will conduct an investigation into Sharks winger Evander Kane after Kane's wife claimed he gambled on games that he played in and also intentionally tried to lose those games in order to profit from the bets. Guys, back to you. Wow. All right. It could happen. Oh, thank you, Kev. Great job as always. I didn't mean to disturb that. All good, boys. All right. It could happen. That's coming right up. Uh, About uh, 34 minutes past the hour, and we have Brian Noah and Andy Furman together. We call it Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian Noah knows picks in about seven minutes from now, and uh, we're moving on. Where were we? Okay, I lost my train of thought right now. Uh, where you can't name things that you like. Okay, that's right. There we yeah. go. And I, I tell you why I say that because I think that if look, I'm not putting a blanket over people. I'm not going to make a generalization here, but to some extent, I am. I, I just don't think the average guy, when you <laughs> stop on a subway or stop on a bus, yeah. hey Joe, what's your favorite color? Hey Joe, what's your favorite book? You know what? It, it, it doesn't work. I, I don't have a favorite. Okay, Andy, what's your favorite? Andy, hold on, hold on. No. Let me stop you right here. What's your favorite baseball team? Because you're you're changing things over. You're moving the goalposts. No, when I'm we not. go, and we'll just do this for a minute here because yeah. uh, you know I'm getting sick of it. Taking the scenic route already, but yeah. I asked you. A month or two ago, hey, what's one of your favorite movies? No, no, you said the favorite. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't ask you, hey, what? I wouldn't ask that question. I said, what's one of your favorite movies? What's one of your go-tos? And you got into a tizzy. How could I do that? How could I? If you go to the average guy in the subway and you say, it's like, Andy, whoa, whoa, whoa. Deep breath. What's one of the movies in life that you are fond of? Just, and, and you know what? You're right. I could, I could give you a litany of movies, but I don't like to put one as the favorite. Okay, one of my favorites. And I, what did I say? The Godfather? Did I say that? No. Oh, this good, all Goodfellas, started. Goodfellas, Goodfellas, maybe? No, you said neither of those. You said it wasn't The Gladiator. And then you told us you had seen a million movies and you couldn't I name a single one. No, you because it's hard to pick out one when you just you know you have to have a thought Andy, process. Andy, do you, oh, here, come let me, on, let me throw something really? at you. You're making, no, 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 you're making a mountain no, no, out of a no, moment. No, no, it's no, stupid. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Oh boy, you are the problem here. No, I'm not. No, no, you are. No, no, listen, I, listen. I didn't bring up the hold topic. On, on, How could I be the problem on, if you on, brought up the topic? Get, let me give you the explanation. If you ask me, hey, Brian, what's one of your favorite all-time running backs? If my response is, I can't name my favorite running back, I can't off the top of my head name my favorite running back, that's me. I'm not answering the question that was asked. I'm turning into something it never was meant to no, be. if you ask me that question, my favorite running back, I would say, you know what, I, it's very, let me let me think about it, I'll get oh back my, with you. Andy, you are not listening, dude. I am Open listening. your ears. Let, let, I am. What's one of... Your favorite running backs. And somehow, in your mind, it's, I don't know who my favorite. I didn't ask you your favorite. Okay. Oh, one okay. of. Okay, one of. But and now you're throwing in the one of, which I don't think you did the, the previous hey, time. Andy, I Okay, one of. You, Growing up as a kid, I do remember I was a big New York Giants fan, and they had the running back duo of Ernie Coy and Tucker Fredrickson, the Baby Bulls. I love the Baby Bulls, okay? You guys don't remember the Baby Bulls. I do. I was a kid. I loved the New York football Giants. I loved Del Schaffner. Y.A. Tiller was the quarterback. That was my first indoctrination to professional football, okay, following the Giants. Go. All How right? hard was that? End of story. Yeah, you're off and running. Great. I'm learning. I'm taking my baby steps. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. 
Let me let me get, let me just Applaud talk the about the progress by you. Very Thank well you very done. much. Okay. Now talk about taking baby steps. Now the off season here in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys hype is beginning in my mind to dominate the headlines. It's their third appearance going to be on HBO's Hard Knocks. They're going to be playing this Thursday night in the Hall of Fame game against Pittsburgh. And a couple of weeks ago, I remember Jerry Jones was quoted as saying, "Quote: I would do anything known to man to get in the Super Bowl." And I'll say this: Hey, Jerry, you better make the playoffs first. Really, it's been 25 years since they last appeared in the Super Bowl last year. They finished six and ten. That was third in that real bad NFC East. However, I think. Hope springs eternal. I think there's a chance that there will be some movement and some toughness, and I think the Cowboys are going to do some damage this year. I think the playoffs are on the horizon. Well, we'll see if Dak can stay healthy. He was completely durable throughout the beginning of his NFL career and then suffered that major ankle injury last year. But sometimes you'll see this, Andy, and he's nursing this shoulder injury, right? Like he's not major, but... A little bit of a tired arm type thing. Right. He says, maybe I didn't warm up properly. But here's my question with Dak. Remember the old Pringles slogan? Once you pop, you can't stop. Remember that? <laughs> Love Pringles. Yeah. And it's so true, mm-hmm. right? Like you, just, you can't just eat one of those things. But mm-hmm. in the NFL, sometimes once you get popped, you can't stop. Meaning Good point. avoiding yeah. injury. So I want to see off the first major injury in Dak's NFL career, do we see a full season? Do we see 17 games? Look because, at A.J. Green. Well, that's the way Dak was the beginning of his career. It's just starting the full season, starting the full season. Durable, durable, durable. And hopefully, hopefully he'll be healthy this year. But I'm just curious yeah. if we start seeing maybe another major injury. Maybe it's a collection of minor injuries that stack up to the point where he's missing right. games. I'm just curious how this season looks the first one a- after a major injury. Right. He's a key to that office. And also Ezekiel Elliott, who basically they say has lost some weight right now. And the fact that he's only 26, I think he's got some uh, some treads left on the tires. Well, we'll see if he can rebound. And it wasn't all his fault. I mean, good Lord, he didn't have Dak for most of the year. Right. You've got, what, Dalton and Ben DiNucci? That's kind of tough. Oh, and meanwhile, a banged-up offensive line. And so I back. think it's been premature to give up on Ezekiel Elliott, or if not give up, be really down on the guy. I think getting his starting QB back and maybe best blessed with better offensive line health, I think Zeke can have a resurgence. I'm with I you just think idea. it's that contract and name recognition, but goodness, when you look at this objectively, what did you really expect Zeke to do last year with what was working against him? Yeah, I think that offensive line is going to be healthy this year. They missed a combination of like 36 games a year ago. Uh, Tyron Smith and uh, yeah. Zach Martin, they were gone. They're coming back. And I think with them ha- back and healthy, and Ezekiel uh, Elliott will be uh, revised and uh, Dak Prescott. I think this team, and the fact, and one of the advantages they have is playing in that terrible division. So I think they got a shot. I really do. I think the Dallas Cowboys are back. That's what I'm saying. They're back. I just want to see the overall quality of the division. Is it better? Washington has a really good defense. Can Fitzpatrick get him to at least over 500? Can they have a winning record? Someone's got to have a winning record in the NFC East this year, right? I I would hope. You might have a couple. It's possible you might see Washington and Dallas with winning records. And if Daniel Jones, I I don't expect him to have a Josh Allen, like Bill's quarterback, third-year jump. But if he's at least competent, he got a lot of talent around him. The receivers that he has to throw to. If Daniel Jones is serviceable, like above average, 
the Giants could have a they could take a major step forward. That's a big if with Daniel Jones. I don't know if big the light bulb's going to go on with him. And, and look, they go right into the fire, the Dallas Cowboys. Thursday night, September the 9th at Tampa Bay. What a game that's going to be, huh? Oh, Let's I see. love the matchup. That's Absolutely. Great. By the way, Andy, did you take my betting advice and run to the betting window to put <laughs> all of your money on Tampa Bay to win the NFC South? Have you done that yet? No, not yet. Not Is it yet. on the to-do list? Well, I got to check with my wife first. Okay, all right. Well, you at least, if you're not going to put all of your worldly possessions on that, like put what you can get away with. I know this is a marriage. You got to run some stuff by your partner. I get that. But at least put half of your worldly possessions on Tampa to win the the NFC South. Who's winning that division except for them this year? Well, they got to win it. They will win it. There's no doubt there. But I I don't want to end up like that hockey player. You know what I'm saying? That's right. (laughs) Yeah, your wife's going to out you, right? Oh, just change the the locks of the house. Not good. Oh, man, not good at all. All right, Brian, no Andy Furman, Fox Sports Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. So you think you have a bad neighbor? Wait till you hear this. It's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Nose picks coming right up. That's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Together we have Fox Sports Sunday. 
on Fox Sports Radio. About 11 minutes before the top of the hour. By the way, at the top of the hour, which is 9 a.m. on the East Coast, L.A., that's LeVar Arrington, L.A., and my guy, T.J. Hushmanzada, will join you at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Get him on the iHeartRadio app, on Sirius XM, Channel 83, and, of course, many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But now it is time for Brian No and No's Picks. Are you ready for it? Here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not yes. fear, yes. but Brian No is here. Yes. And now the time has come for No's Picks. All right, Andy, a middling week last week, one and one. I took a futures uh-huh. bet with Tampa winning the NFC South, which, again, you should put all of your worldly possessions on that happening. Unless Tom Brady gets hurt in week one, a la 2008, Tampa is going to win the NFC South. But one and one, split the baseball games last week. But it's all about this week. I'm looking at your Reds. Let's start with this. Hopefully this isn't too confusing. I'm taking them on the run line. Now, they are underdogs, so they are plus one and a half. What the heck does that mean? It means as long as the Reds don't lose by two or more runs, you win with them. Uh-huh. So if the Reds win the game, great. They can lose the game. If it's a one-run game, you still win. So I'm going to take the Reds. Joey Votto's on fire. Reds are playing good baseball. I'll take them plus a run and a half. I got you, yeah. All you right. with me on that? I, I am, yes. Okay, good. I don't love laying this juice, but I will. I'm going to go with the Yankees. They're playing well. Energized by Anthony Rizzo. He's Rizzo. an on-base machine over there with the Bronx Bombers. I'm going to take the minus 155. I grip my teeth. I don't love laying that price, but against Miami, I think they're good today. I'm with and you. the last baseball two. pick. Two okay, two. good, good. I'm looking at the, well, Cleveland. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. I guess they're still the Indians right now. And they're the Guardians to be. Yeah, Cleveland and the White Sox, they combined for 23 runs yesterday. I'm going to take them over eight and a half today. I think they at least combined for nine runs today. So give me the over in that one. Does it smell like three and O to you? I tell you what it does. Three and O no coming back. Okay. I I like like it. it. By the way, bonus pick real fast. Take the over Kirk Cousins season touchdown passes. The line is 28 and a half. He's absolutely good for the over. You get an extra game. He was in the 30s last year. So futures market, take a look at that one, Andy. Just your bonus tip for the day. Thank you very much. You're welcome. But it's time to go your own way. What do you have I'm going my own way. You know what? We've all had our share of lousy neighbors. Uh, Maybe they don't know. uh, Maybe they don't mow their lawn. Maybe they might be uh, too friendly. We just want to live in peace. Or they could just be a pain in the rear end, okay? But most of us are lucky that our neighbors don't torture us with obnoxious behavior to the point that they get sent to jail. Some folks in Russia, unfortunately, had to resort to help from the justice system to tame a belligerent neighbor. Get this. A Russian court served Yuri Kondratiev, 46 years of age, a three and a half year prison sentence for disturbing his neighbors. For nearly two years, Kondratiev had been practically torturing his neighbors with his behavior. He started out with playing loud music late into the night, but as time went on, his antics got increasingly outlandish. By the end of his reign of terror, Kondratiev would make or play sounds of horses every two hours through the night. He would keep his neighbors from getting a wink of sleep for days on end. How do you like that? This guy's out of his mind. How do you right, like Andy, that one? I want to tell you about a Jacksonville Jaguar that doesn't play for the football team. You oh. might be thinking, wait, what? 
Harry the Jaguar. That's right. He's Hmm. in a Florida zoo. And what happened? We had some knucklehead guy who uh, he got too close to the cage. Uh Uh-oh. He jumped over the barrier, got too close to the cage. What happens with Harry the Jaguar? He swiped at the guy. Oh, my goodness. And caused the injuries. Huh? The man was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. But Harry the Jaguar doesn't play. Harry the Jaguar, here's a little rap sheet on Harry the Jaguar. He was involved in a fight that left another Jaguar dead earlier this year. Harry the Jaguar is gangsta, so you don't cross him. You don't cross the barrier and get close to his cage. He'll swipe at you. And I guarantee you this guy who got injured, there's going to be a lawsuit. He'll sue the zoo. You'll see. (laughs) Baby. I know. That's what these guys are. Real fast. I've got a 20-second story for you. So the FBI, they're investigating. We might have another jetpack guy near the Los Angeles International Airport. What I find is funny is there was a Boeing 747 pilot that radioed in saying there's a possible jetpack man in sight. Another pilot said, we were looking but did not see Iron Man. I find that to be pretty funny. All right. Time is up. See you next week right here on Fox. Thank you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.